0: Well, praise the Lord everybody. This is Brother J.W. Brand here at God's Whole Word. Amen. It is so good to be with y'all here on this Tuesday. And uh, I am uh, excited each and every day that I get to uh, come on this podcast with y'all. And, and, you know, just uh, uh, kind of share a word or two and whatever it is that we're talking about. And we talk about the Word of God the Bible tells us that we are to, uh, you know, diligently search the Word of God out. It says to rightly divide it. How are you going to rightly divide it if you don't diligently search it out? Hmm? Seek and you shall find. How are you going to find anything god got to say if you don't seek out His Word? And so we've got to do those things, and that is is what we are here on this podcast about, and the other thing is that uh, you know uh, we didn't call it God's whole word for no reason. Oh, well, we're gonna talk about God's whole word, and you know, a lot of folks, I uh, I've been noticing lately, and especially with the month of June that has come on, and uh, and I, you know, I'm 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 just. Uh, one right here the same as some of these other folks you know we're going to talk about some things that uh, deal with this month that some people want to call the month of pride but i got a mind to call it something else amen and hallelujah and i believe we ought to call it the month of humbleness to jesus amen humble yourself under the mighty hand of god let god turn you around but, you know, it's not just a problem, this pride thing. With the LBGTQ plus A, B, C, D, E, F, G, I don't know all the letters. I think I might have got them right, but I'm not sure because I don't keep up on all of that. And you say, well, you know, you said... That you used to be a part of this group, you just turn on everybody, and you, no, I'm not. I didn't turn on nobody. I, what I did was I turned to the Lord. I didn't turn on no human being. I didn't right. say, you know, I, I, I've got a mind to just uh, uh, run away from you folks because uh, I just don't like you. No, I, I didn't say that. Matter of fact, I love, uh, you know, the people that God has created. It's unfortunate that so many of the people that God has created, that they've turned their backs on the Lord. And this is what happened in the days of Noah, y'all. Come on. You know that in the days of Noah, that this is what happened. Because the only ones that were saved was Noah and his family, you see. And so, it, it must have been a sad, sad thing that Noah had to deal with when nobody would listen to him. Nobody would hear that man preaching. And you know, he preached for, for about 100 years, and nobody would listen. And you know, uh, uh, looking at this man saying, you know, there's going to be water coming out of the sky, and it's going to flood the earth. Well, they had never seen the earth in that manner before. Because before that, before that flood, and before you know the ice age that we know, you know that no doubt that ice age is where it uh, killed off the dinosaurs. We're not sitting here, you know, ignorant to those things. You know, so many people they look at Christians they say, "Oh, you bunch of ignorance! Don't you know they was dinosaurs?" Well, we know that because they found them. We're not ignorant. Come on, stay with the times, huh? We know that, but you know they dead, aren't they? Hello. Oh, sure enough, they did. You don't see any of them roaming around, do you? You see any downtown Houston? I ain't seen any lately. Huh? You seen anybody in Miami, Florida? You seen any of them dinosaurs roaming around in Miami, Florida? I ain't seen none lately. You seen any of them running up and down the, the hills in L.A., California? No, nah, we would have heard the news. Hello? You know that's true. So don't sit there. You know. You know. There's so many. You say, "Well, this is a podcast for Christians." Yeah, I know that. That's what we aim to do. But I do know what happens with folks. Oh yes, I do. Because I got some folks listening to me, and I know why you're listening to me. Oh yeah, you're you're trying to pick apart. Uh huh. You're trying to pick apart what I'm saying. And you, you, you want to try to, uh, you, you know, serve your own self and your own ideas and your own ideologies and everything else and stand against whatever's said. And anybody that's going to dare, anybody going to dare come against this LBGTQ community, How dare you come against us because we'll tear your little head off. That kind of behavior, that kind of thing, that kind of thought, that kind of talk. And you know it's true. And you know what? Some of these folks, they don't even have to be part of the LBGT. Is it LBGT, is it LBGT or LGBT? I don't know. Anyway, y'all know what I'm talking about, the letter folks. huh? Listen, there are some people that, that are not even a part of this group that they support them. Now, I know this is true. And the reason why I know this is true is because I've dealt with it firsthand. Oh yes, I have. Because you see, I ain't been a. You know, I, I I I remember this older friend of my older lady friend of mine. You know, she, we were good friends, and she had conversations with me. You know, she, and uh, before she died, and 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 she was a little old short Italian lady, and she she would say when she was trying to express something that she was talking to somebody and. And they were trying to get over on her. And she would say, you know, I didn't fall off the pickle boat yesterday. Now, I don't really know what it meant, but I thought it was kind of funny. And she said, I just told him I didn't fall off the pickle boat yesterday, y'all. And uh, so, so, you know, uh, listen. um, You know, people want to act like that Christians are just a bunch of dense dingbats. Well, you know, that's not true. You might think that, but I'm going to tell you what. Uh, if you would sit down with us long enough, you would understand we've got a word for you, those of you that are not saved, that's going to help you be able to meet God on the right, on the right terms and, and, and be able to have eternal life. I mean, those that follow the Lord Jesus Christ, we got the answer to eternal life. You don't. If you don't follow Jesus, you don't have the answer to eternal life. But we do, and so it would be wise to listen. But you don't have to if you don't want to because the Lord not going to force himself on you. He loves you, but and because he loves you. Now listen, because he loves you. Because I was watching on my phone, I think it was yesterday, and there was uh, this one particular place they was having a, a gay parade. And uh, I think that's what it's still called, or Pride Parade. I don't know, you know, so many letters and names going, flipping and flopping and changing over the years. And, you know, y'all have to remember, I I was in in this. When when many, many years ago, many, many years ago, when I began to hear about this, it, it used to just be said, now listen, listen to me. Is any of you conservative Christians listening? I want you to hear me now. I said before, I'm going to stir up. I don't mean to do it, but it's just going to happen. I'm not trying to purposely stir nothing up, but it will stir up the pot. Listen, I'm going to say some things. That is, if you listen. If you don't listen, you don't have to get stirred up. You know what I'm saying? But if you're going to listen, I got to warn you. It's going to stir up something inside of some of y'all on the right side. And then it's going to stir up, if any of you listening that are on the left or the far left or whatever you are, it's going to stir up some things with you too. You're not going to like uh, something. I say, And that's the reason why the Lord, when the Lord called me, He said, get up and move and get to doing what I called you to do. And I said, Lord, they're not going to listen. He said, nevertheless, go do what I told you to do. And uh, I have to obey Him. And he instructed me and let me know in no uncertain term, I mean absolutely very, very clear to me, that I was going to have people coming against me uh, that were conservative, very, very conservative Christian, and very, very leaning to the left people, that I was going to get it from all sides. And I'm going to tell you what, that has happened in my life. It has been happening for the last 15, 16 years or so. That's sure enough true. But you know what? i got to press on. And the reason is because... As I said, I, I, I saw on my phone and there was this um, parade. Y- y'all know what I mean. Uh, I think they call it Pride Parade now. So you on the right side. Now I want you to listen. And and I know you. some of you going to get real bent out of shape with what I'm saying, but I don't want you to twist what I'm saying. Do you understand? Sit down and untwist your brain. Amen. Let the Holy Ghost do something with you. Amen. Matter of fact, let's pray so the Lord will help you out. Lord, we thank you for your word of truth we thank you Lord that you said in the book of Peter that you give everything hallelujah for life and godliness yes sir amen hallelujah and Lord you give us that Holy Ghost power straight out of heaven hallelujah down in our soul to help lead us and guide us and teach us Lord what thus saith your word Lord, may You lead us and guide us and teach us in every moment and every time that we get up in Your Word. God, lead us and direct us in truth instead of believing a bunch of lies. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Now, well, that said, as I said, and I'm on this my third time trying to get it out of my mouth. So I was on my phone yesterday and I was listening because what it was is there's a group and... Uh, there's different different ones of y'all. Some of y'all got podcasts. Now, I know most podcasts, you're able to see people. You're able to, and when my son set this up, we were trying to get it worked out to where people could see because people like to, you know, visualize the person, see the person that's talking to them. And I don't know if that's because they want to throw darts at them or what they want to do, you know, some of them that are angry with you. Because, you know, there's people angry with some podcasters but they still watch them i mean it kind of don't make no sense but anyway but there's some of y'all that do podcasts and and you know if you want to see my ugly face you can go ahead and do that because uh we have and i mentioned it many many times on this podcast we have a ministry called the eunuch preacher and that word eunuch is spelled for those you don't know Capital E U N U C H. Capital E U N U C H. The eunuch preacher, and the uh, three. The words are separated. The eunuch preacher, and each of the beginning. The beginning letters of each of those words is capitalized, and that's how you'll Google it, Uh, or you can find it on YouTube. However, y'all look it up. I'm not real tech savvy, but I. uh, From what I understood, my son said you know you can go on there and you can, uh, and I think you go to YouTube and you can punch in the eunuch preacher type it in, and then uh, you will, You it'll, I don't know that, I don't think there's anybody else called that, but uh, when you go to this uh, podcast, now that's our ministry, Unic Preacher, uh, and uh, and on there we have our Wednesday night Bible studies, and we have our Sabbath worship services that are loaded up on there, and on Saturdays. Uh, on the Sabbath week we you know basically have our full most all of our service I mean our our uh, our prayer meeting before church or before our worship service we're not a, a full all-out church right now we are leaning towards trying to uh, get uh, to the place to where we are going to build a church to start a church but at this point uh, we've got a ministry that works out of our that we work out of our home and um and so uh, we have a prayer meeting before. I used to uh, have that on there, and I and I saw it one day because I don't usually watch myself. And I but I happened to click on it because I was trying to check on something that I had said. You know, people make comments, I've, and I was looking back, and then I saw and I looked, and I thought, oh no, I think this is going to be off-putting. So I think, and you know, really. We'll have our prayer meeting without it being the prayer meeting being taped before church, before our worship service. And I keep saying church because you know the Bible says that where two or three or more are gathered, you know that He's in the midst of you. But uh, each and every person, even an individual, a person, each and every individual, well, we we part of the church. We're part of the body of Christ, and we and you know the church is not the building. Y'all ought to know that by now. And and even the world, you know, they've heard uh, churches. You know, I'm talking about ones that are actual bona fide, you know, churches that are incorporated or whatever you want to call it. Uh, some of them do incorporate and some don't, but anyhow. So uh, uh, in any event, uh, you can go on there and uh, that is filmed. And uh, I'm saying that because some people, they just want to see somebody, to visualize somebody when you're on a podcast. And I I am trying to work out to where we can eventually get this podcast going where it can be filmed. Uh, but nevertheless, that you won't see my ugly face there. I am. So in any event, uh, so yesterday I was watching my phone. Um, that's kind of a weird thing to hear myself say, but you know I've lived a lot of years. You know we used to not even have cell phone, but here we are. But anyway, I was watching my phone, and uh, there was a this uh pride parade. And you say well you don't go to the pride parade so why well, you put it up on your phone? Well I wasn't pulling up the phone to watch the pride parade. I was pulling up the phone because the pride parade had this specific uh person, this uh, person that runs a podcast. And um and you know how it is with a lot of podcasts, they'll take. Now I don't do this. But uh and I wouldn't even if I'm filmed, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to take uh, snippets from something, and then sit down and 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 start stopping and starting and stopping and starting and stopping and starting those tapings of whatever it is on my podcast, and then start commenting about it. I ain't doing that. We just we just gonna talk, and we are gonna talk about the Word of God. We, we you see what I'm saying? That we, that I ain't gonna function like that. But there's a lot of folks, and I'm not slamming you if that's what you're doing. I've watched you. I've, I've uh, you know, sometimes I've gotten some good out of it myself, you know, watching a few of them. Some of them just uh, downright irritated the, day, the daylights out of me uh, and don't listen to them no more because if people want to sit there and they want to use foul language and go on, I don't want to hear that bunch of nonsense and I'm just going to let it go. But anyway, so I was on this one because uh, this person that has their podcast and they... Um, From all accounts and purposes From what I understand and hear Out of that person's mouth with the podcast uh, That I was watching yesterday It appears that they call themselves a Christian And so They were filming this Or not filming it But they had to film I don't know exactly where they get them That's neither here nor there To me I don't really care where they get them But anyway Wherever they get them And they load them up on their podcast I guess is the right term and then they take it, and I don't mean to sound so dingy about it, but I'm just not tech savvy, so just bear with me. And if you don't like it, get over it and click off, and you can go somewhere else. But anyway, so they they were they got this, you know, the podcaster got his, his tape going, and there's this parade, and the people are going by, and there's a, a he's a street preacher. Y'all know what a street preacher is. I know what street preacher is. I mean, you know, we. I remember in the, in the 80s, we went out and, you know, you preach in the streets and you go to the door knocking, knocking door to door, inviting folks to church and, and all that kind of thing. I remember things like that. And people, they've gotten away from those kind of things, many of them, except for maybe some false teachers. They, they've kind of take over, taken over the space. Uh, like the Jehovah's Witnesses and the the Mormons. But anyhow, that's a whole other subject. And plus this other one that come up to my door one time trying to tell me God is a woman. But anyway, that's a whole other subject. And I've actually talked about that in uh, uh, some of my, uh, I believe, on on the podcast. I'm not sure if I've talked about it on the podcast, but I think I did talk about that specific religion. And, um, And then I'm preaching about it as well. But anyway, so... He was, it's a a man, he was uh, uh, playing this tape and then every little bit stopped, you know, and commenting about what was going on. And the street preacher was, uh, you know, had the, the big, um, well, I think he had that, um, I don't know what you call it, but a big old, looks like a big old horn and you talk into it. And I know there's a word and I should know it and I used to know it and I can't think of it right now, but y'all know exactly what, it's. some of you probably screaming into the, into the podcast if you're listening to it oh I know what it is I know what it is anyway I just can't remember the name of it but you know what I'm talking about and they were telling people you know trying to magnify their voice I think they I think the one I think the street preacher possibly actually had a microphone in his hand and maybe they had a speaker out there but anyway as these people were going uh, uh, you know down the, the, the road or whatever was there um it kind of looked like a sidewalk, but I'm I'm not really sure. It didn't look like a road where cars were going up and down per se. You can see cars off in the distance, but uh, anyway. And so this great gay parade was going and going and going. And he, the podcaster, he had made a comment about that there was a I don't know if he was a crossdresser or what he was. He claimed to be uh, something other than I think he even said he was straight, said he had a wife and whatever. But he was standing nearby in a, what looked like a dress. But anyway, and so I don't I don't really know what the whole deal was with him. But anyway, the, the the thing that caught my attention was the title on there that a person got saved at this gay parade or whatever. And so I began to listen to it because I thought, well, that's interesting. And so I started listening. And, um, you know, when you look at the whole thing, when you begin to really watch it and you begin to listen to the whole thing, there's exchanges going back and forth. And I will say this about uh, the street preacher that was talking. He was not being rude or hateful or or mean or anything of the sort. Uh, He was... Uh, you know, he said a couple of things that I thought, well, that's not really what the Scripture says, about a couple of things that, uh, you know, he's a young guy. Um, it could have been just the, um, you know, with the misinterpretation of a couple of things that he said. Might have just been because that's the way his church interprets. I don't know. But in any event, uh, this person, person that supposedly got saved or whatever when they finally came up they well they kept hanging around and i guess uh and see and that's what the podcaster kept commenting about that look you see this guy over here and uh and he keeps hanging around hanging around and uh, and just watch what happens or whatever so i it you know it it does spur you on to continue to watch and that's what i did And I was looking, and then they, eventually, there was a woman that come up. She was very upset with them being out there. And, uh, you know, and the guy, he seemed to keep his composure quite well. Uh, But then after a bit, this other one, he walked up that had on what looked like a dress. And uh, he, they began to talk to him and and, uh, converse with him. And eventually, they were able to pray with him. And uh, he did mention that he, he believed in Jesus, um, you know. He said he was married, had a wife, and so on and so forth. So I'm not sure why he was out there. Uh, he was seemingly directing people. It seemed like, and he had on a uh, you know a yellow vest to kind of let people know that he was working with a group or whatever. Um, he wasn't you know a confrontational person uh, like so many of uh, of the people that walked past. Uh, in the parade and uh, you know and so but many of them were so very very rude as they went past uh, what was being filmed and what was being said being very rude to this young man that was uh, uh, just trying to invite them to come and serve the lord and and so on and so forth Uh, and 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 so you say well why why would anybody on the right be upset with that Well, because I'm getting ready to say something to you. (laughs) And so, you know, all of this, what has gone on, and everything that you see, you know full well that there is a storm, uh, what I would call a social storm, uh, that has hit America. Now, if you don't know that, I don't know where you are. You got your head in the sand or something. I don't know what in the world going on. And I, you know, I was amazed. I had somebody say to me, I don't know, probably about a month ago, they had made a couple of comments to me, and I was just dumbfounded. And I thought, do you live in America? Are you Where are you at? You know, what's going on? Because they're trying to tell me, well, this ain't this way, and this ain't that way, and it's not like this anymore, and blah, blah, blah. And I, we were having this sp- specific conversation, and I, I just stopped, I was I was amazed, because, you know, if you are anywhere in America, if you, you can't tell me, unless you're off in a cave somewhere, I mean, I I guess you could be, you could be off in a cave somewhere, and but how you're even going to hear a podcast, but uh, a podcast or, or anything else, you, you know, I mean, that could be, um, maybe, the reason why you don't know, because, because you just so shoved up in that cave somewhere, dark cave somewhere, and you had no, you know, no contact with human beings. But you know that's not likely. I mean, come on, let's be real. So, but I'm gonna say this in other. Uh, podcasts that I've seen because I look at you know through the month of June I've made up my mind I'm gonna be looking and seeing what the world is doing you know there's some folks listen especially uh you know Christian folks and I will say in and even especially more so Pentecostal Christian people and I will say even more so than that apostolic Pentecostal people which I am uh, an apostolic Pentecostal believer and by that I mean, uh, you know, and I don't like putting that label on it because uh, really it should just be known as the Church of the Lord Jesus Christ. It's that simple. I mean, there's only one church, and and uh, whether or not you got false teaching running through your church, well, then you're not really part of the of the church that the Bible talks about. Uh, but but in any event, uh, you know especially these groups, they're going to have a problem. They're going to say, well, you know, we're supposed to come out from among them and be separate. Well, I believe that 100%. Absolutely 100%. I believe that you got to come out from among them and be separate and live a holy life before God like God calls us to do. Be ye holy, for I am holy. He said, be ye holy. This is in the book of Peter. He said, be ye holy, for I am holy. God didn't say... Uh, Uh, because I'm holy, you're just automatically going to, you know, just be holy no matter what you do. God didn't say that. I don't know where in the world people got that lie from. But if you're going to live like the devil and you ain't going to live a holy life, don't sit there and say you understand. No. You're playing a game of God and you better repent. But in any event, uh, there is... A group, and I found this out because I was looking on another podcast and different ones that are uh, trying to take a, a closer look at all that's going on and all this this social storm that's going on, which is what I call it. I call it social storm between uh, you know the LBGT uh, or L, L, I don't know anyway, all the letter people. I, I don't and I, I don't I'm not saying that to be mean I'm not kidding I, I just I just cannot sit there and get all this memorized now I'm almost 63 you say well you know you shouldn't be able you should still be able to remember blah 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 listen I'm telling you right now I don't remember all those letters I can't remember all of, I know it starts with nail but let me tell you something way back yonder you know many many years ago like I said because you know I, I got a in, in, in this whole thing myself over the, after a long while and uh, backslid from the church and, and got involved in, in all of this. But but way back yonder, you didn't have all those letters. matter of fact, what I remember, now see, this is the reason why I'm saying, some, some of you apostolic believers, Pentecostal believers, Christian believers, you, you're going to get all bent out of shape and you're going to say that, uh, you know, that, well, you ought not be talking about that this, that, and the other, and so on and so forth. But listen, I'm going to talk about it because uh, we, we, this, this is right in front of our face. We need to talk about these things. We need to discuss these things. I'm going to tell you another reason why is because some of this stuff is starting to really hit home and hit churches and everything else. It's starting to really uh, cause a, a, an effect uh, on so many things around us. So, uh, anyway... I looked at this other podcast you know when they were they were talking and and um, they were trying to uh, explain and it was a, a younger lady younger lady and uh, she supposedly and I think she is but she says she's uh, she gives this impression that she's not part of the gay community but <clears throat> that uh, you know, trying to be <clears throat> concerned and caring uh, and so on and so forth. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, but, you know, discussing this uh, issue of how that the... Uh, Ill, let me see if I can get this right. LGBTQ+, I think that's how it goes. She was talking about that and saying that, um, you know, it seemed like that It's changed so much and that it got hijacked by this change of people uh, that has come about. You know, all of this transgender uh, stuff that's come about. And not that transgender issues weren't a thing back many years ago, but this has taken such a prominent stance in our face and it is far different than what was before. Now, I know when I talk like that, some apostolic Pentecostal people are going to say, Oh, yeah, oh, he's still a part. No, I'm not. Well, I'm, I already said to you that you're going to be bothered. Didn't I say that? That's what I said. You're already going to be bothered. You're already going to start running your mouth. And, and, not, and when I say I'm not being mean and hateful to you, but you're running your mouth. Because what you're saying is you, you, you don't want to listen to anything at all. And so if you're not going to listen to anything at all, why are you listening to this podcast? Why don't you just shut it off or change the channel, do something? Now, so they it. <clears throat> so this young lady, she was trying to explain uh, that this that she knows a lot of people, part of the gay community, and and all of that, and uh, she said so many of them are bothered by it themselves. So many of them are bothered by what has happened, and that so many of them are very uh, bothered just as much by what this trans community is doing, trying to go after our young children and trying to go after... um, you know schools and getting a hold of libraries and all this it bothers a lot of the people in the uh, gay community is what she was saying now I know that some of you uh, Christians and some of you uh, Pentecostals and especially Apostolic Pentecostals you 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 get bothered by somebody talking like this I know you do but I want to make a point here I want you to hear so she was talking about that and everything and i uh, so with that said there's always you know on these podcasts a lot of times you can go to the comments and so i decided to click on the comments but well, when i went to the comments there was <clears throat> another group and somehow uh it i was able to to, to go into this other place i don't know I, I think it was off the comments but they wanted to say that they are not a part of the LBGTQ plus community that they wanted to just go back to the way it used to be and just uh, before it used to be just called uh, the gay and lesbian community. That's what some of them were saying. And I was looking and reading some of their comments because some of them were extremely bothered by uh, what was happening uh, with the transgenders, uh, you know, these drag queens dressing up and going into the libraries and all that and a lot of people in the gay community are really bothered by it but you know if you tell people on the right side this some of them say oh that's not true they are just say no no there's some people that are bothered by it now am i saying that there's not an agenda with <clears throat> with all of it that's attached no there's an agenda there's an agenda i'm not saying there's not uh, but, but what I'm saying is this so they go on and, and you can see the comments that were going on, you know down through there and some of them started talking about divorce and I thought what in the world are they talking about and so and they weren't talking about divorce divorcing themselves in the same sex marriage or anything like that they were talking about divorcing themselves from this LBGT community that's come up or LGBT whatever it is uh, that that As it's progressed into the monster, some of them called it a monster. As it progressed into this monster that has become, that they just want to literally divorce themselves from this situation. They literally want to back away from it. They don't want to have nothing to do with it. Some of them, many, many, many of them said, "We don't even care about this stupid drag uh, queen mess." in the libraries we don't care about the pride parades we don't have nothing to do with none of that stuff i mean it was it was a a word that i didn't think that i would ever hear come out of some people's mouths that were in that group and i say that because i was there uh... for quite a few years and you know it was something that was really pushed that <clears throat> you've got to get that flag out there and let people know and that you know we're here and we're you know there was a saying that kept saying we're here and we're queer and 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 so on that was some of the things that were said many years ago i'm not trying to offend nobody i'm just uh, i told you now we're, we're going to talk about things that pertain to life and godliness so we're getting in and we're talking about things that are going on in life and so anyway so as time went on uh, you know and I kept reading some of the things, and I found there were a lot of these folks that really feel uncomfortable with what's going on, <clears throat> and, and they're very, very, very bothered by the fact that uh, so many of these people want to go over, you know, go towards children. And you even had one, I remember, actually there was more than one, that said that children should, ha- should not be around any uh, of those dressed in drag whatsoever. And, and the reason is because the majority of them perform uh, in a very uh, provocative manner, uh, even if they don't do it in front of the children, but because that, that spirit and that attitude, that behavior, uh, is a part of who they are they shouldn't even you know because when they're on uh on some other platform you know up in a bar somewhere uh, they're acting provocative and then to try to say well we're going to come down off of that provocative uh way we're doing and now we're going to be uh, you know different we're going to be like a disney character well i got i got a problem with that anyway Okay, we're not even going to get into the issue with Disney, all right? Because there's enough. Uh, I ain't going there. Uh, we'll talk about that. now, I'm not going to go there. But um, anyway, so you know. Uh, but but here's the thing: as I begin to listen to this, and I and then I listen to this one woman to this woman's voice that's got this podcast, and you know, she seemed like she's she's really uh, you know, she said I've got some friends and and that uh, that. You know, she feels sad for them because so many of them feel like that all of this that's going on is going to destroy all of what they've worked for, so on and so forth. That they, you know, finally were able to get some equal footing and finally able to get, um, you know, equality with jobs and and you know not being able to not, you know, were not being um, concerned about being fired just because somebody found out they were gay or whatever or uh, because maybe their landlord found out that they were, uh, you know, gay and they kick them out or whatever. They felt like that they had made some progress and that they had moved forward and then uh, all of this begins to take hold and then it looked like it's going to destroy all this. Now, I said that for a reason. Because as I begin to read and I begin to listen to people repeatedly, I don't mean just one or two people. I mean repeatedly, repeatedly, repeatedly. Now, these comments, they were not uh, you know, they were not uh, provocative or anything because the woman that has the podcast, she made it clear, and she said, anybody that leaves a comment, make sure that uh, you know, she didn't want people uh, slamming other people, she didn't want people being mean and hateful, and she did not want foul language or anything like that on there. And so people were respectful of that. And uh, so none of these folks uh, from the gay community were doing that. And, you know, they all identified themselves. Uh, some said, I'm a gay man. Some, some said, I'm a woman. I'm a lesbian. Or some of them said, I'm bisexual, or whatever the case may be. You say, well, why are you talking about that? Why? Because, uh, you know, the Bible says that God gives us everything for life and godliness, life is life. And there's things you got to deal with. And if you don't deal with it, and you think that you can just take and stick your head in the sand as a Christian, and oh, we're just going to rub our face deep into the sand and get our heads so covered up we can't see, and everything will be fine. No, no, listen. Do you know what the Bible say? What does the Bible say about the enemy? Come on, wake up now. What does the Bible say? The Bible says to make sure now, now you got an enemy isn't that right well, Satan's our enemy the devil's our enemy and the devil's going to come about and he's going to do what, what he's out to do which is to steal, kill, and destroy now we know that's true but it says to be aware be aware of his devices be aware of what's going on now that don't mean that you get up and run off to the bar to see what folks are doing in the bar now I ain't talking about that but when you see, uh, you know, like like what I did. Now, I'm not going to, like, punch up in my phone and say, oh, I want to look at gay parades. No, I'm not going to do that. But what I did do was I, I saw that this podcaster, he had this street preacher that uh, literally prayed for somebody in in a gay parade. And I thought, well, that's interesting. That You know, is there, you know, God moving here in, in a certain way? And so, you know, there's some folks that say, well, uh, if you came out from mom and you wouldn't be. Listen, listen, I'm not going to sit there and be a fool and not look to see what is going on around me so that I can be able to talk to people and, and counsel with people and pastor people that are going to be coming up into the church that are dealing with this and coming out of that. Because we, you know, we preach to people that you got to come out from among them and be your separate. But you got to know what they're coming out of. Now they can sit there and talk to you, but you're gonna to have to see what is going on and what is uh, the dynamics of everything going on. And I'm not gonna sit there and ignore, uh, you know, the scripture when it says to beware, be aware of the uh, of the enemy's devices. You know, you got to be aware of your enemy and you got to pay attention because he's conniving and sneaky, you see. And so, you know, I kept on looking. But here's the thing. When I kept seeing over and over and over, I kept seeing comment after comment after comment after comment because I probably, yesterday, I probably looked at about maybe... 40, 50 comments. I'm not kidding. I went through this and I kept looking because I wanted to see what what are people saying. And some of them were actually Christians that got on there because this is a podcaster that apparently is a Christian. And they were making comments too. And they were actually, uh, seemed to be, shall I say, compassionate to what she was saying. Now, I go down a different road than she does. I am not going to sit there and tell people that come to know the Lord Jesus Christ. Oh, you can just keep on going to the, you know, to the gay bars. You can keep on uh, living your sinful life, and 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 by that I'm going to I'm going to get some detail going here, so that you know what I mean when I say sinful life. Now I've said to people before, just because did a person praise to the Lord, accepts the Lord Jesus Christ, prays to Him to lead them and guide them every day. God has baptized them with the Holy Ghost and fire. And they truly love the Lord and serve the Lord. I've seen it time and again. That there are people that truly love the Lord and 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 at the end of the day, they still have same-sex attraction. It's not because that they are being... Uh, unwilling, or anything of the sort. We're talking about people, almost every one of these folks that I've talked to over the years, they have had the same experience I have, where you plead with God, and you're begging God, God, can you take this away, take this away? And for many, many years, I've prayed that, and then the Lord finally spoke to me one day, and he said, my grace is sufficient for you. And so, we have to believe that that is true, that God's grace is sufficient, and God is going to help us on through. And so I'm I'm going to come from it on a different plane on a different level because I know what that ends. You know, this young lady here, uh, she's I I realize that she says she got gay friends and lesbian different ones that she's known over the years, and she's a Christian and she wanna. That's basically what she gives herself out to be. Um, and I know you know she's trying to be loving and compassionate, and some of these. Even the gays and lesbians would respond. They were responding very um, kindly to her. And they said that the way that you've spoken this, is very. uh, it it made them feel like that she was listening and that she cared and so on and so forth. Now, some people listen to me and they hear me preach or they hear me on this podcast and they will say, you're just a mean old codger." Well, I'm not. I'm not. And I'm not being hateful hateful or mean or anything. I am going to get up in the pulpit. Now, when I say pulpit, when I'm preaching, I'm, I'm just call it, you know, being behind the pulpit when you go to pray or when you go to preach. When I'm in this uh, podcast, this this desk I'm sitting at, this this is like a pulpit to me because I'm going to the Word of God and I'm going to talk about the the Lord's Word and 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 all of those things. And so, when I preach and I talk, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna get into the frame of mind that God has placed in me when I get up to preach there is you know there's a difference in when a preacher comes to the pulpit and and you're going to be preaching or you're going to be teaching then when you come down out of the pulpit that doesn't mean your life changes to where you you know, you live in one life, and then your different life up in the pulpit. No, I'm not talking about that, but I'm talking about the way that you you're talking, the way that you are presenting yourself, and the way that you project your words, and how your voice goes up or down, or or loud or, or or whatever. There's a difference with a preacher. Now, I'm I'm saying that for myself. If y'all if y'all have seen preachers, well, I know a preacher that is the same with in the pulpit. Well, that's all fine and well, but I'm gonna tell you what the majority of them it's not that way. You you may have found some, but I'm gonna tell you the majority are not that way. And when it comes to Pentecostal preachers, uh-uh, it's a whole different ball of wax. So, so the bottom line is when you get down from the pulpit, you know. Uh, there's a certain way that I like when we pastor the church in the state of Washington, and I get behind the pulpit. And when I got done, there were people come up to me that would be upset and say, "Why you got to preach like that?" And I said, "Because that's what the Word of God says to preach." But when I when I when I walk away and I'm I'm living my daily life through the week, I'm not I'm not going to I'm going to stand. For the holiness that I believe, in, I'm going to walk in that godliness, and 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 in the love that God calls us to, even love our enemy. I'm going to share that, and I'm, I want people to feel that. I want them to know that. And I'm not always going to be uh, in that preaching mode. I'm I'm going to be in a loving pastoral mode where you you know you're trying to reach the sheep, and you're trying to love people, and you're trying to care about people. And so there can be a different demeanor that you see somebody up in the pulpit preaching than the demeanor that you see with them. When and just every day dealing with them, and so if you met me and you you knew me, uh, you know, because sometimes I have made comments off of some podcasts that I have seen. I made some, you know, comments or whatever, and my comments can sometimes be as though I'm in a pulpit. But when I when I and sometimes not, but 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 when I'm dealing with people on a day-to-day basis i try uh not to be just a preacher i'm trying to be what is considered you know the pastor and what is a pastor well the pastor if you if you look it up it means a shepherd you're trying to shepherd the sheep and you're trying to care for them and you're trying to love them well there's some sheep that have fell away and the bible says that the shepherd a good shepherd they're going to go and and, and they're going to leave the, 99 in the care. They got a hundred sheep and they're going to leave 99 and they, of course in the care of somebody else, they're not just going to leave them willy nilly. Uh, you know, but they're going to go after the one. Even the one. Even if just one. And you're going after them. So that's why I believe even if this podcast just reached one folk, one person that, praise the Lord, hallelujah, that's worth it all. Amen. You're going after that one, and you're going to help them, and uh, and you want to be loving, and you want to be kind. So when when y'all hear me preaching, you hear me talk over, uh, over the. I'm not trying to be mean and hateful, but I, I'm in a certain frame of mind when I am behind the pulpit, and this podcast is like a pulpit to me. So when I get to talking, and I get to tell them what I'm going to tell on either side, I'm going to say it like God gave me the word to say, and 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 the chips going to fall where they may. Amen. Now, so, I know that what I just got there saying about this, you know, woman and, 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 and the street preacher and the pray, uh and all, uh, some of them just, probably just, it just stares them. up, makes them uncomfortable on the right side. You know, especially when it sounds like you're trying to, uh, trying to say, you know, some of these folks, they don't agree with all this. Now, I know that there are right... I know they're there because I have met them. I know. I've met them. I'm telling you personally, i met them. I could name off their names on this podcast, but I'm not going to do that. Because God don't call me to do that. I'm not, I'm not going to be that way. You know, and, 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 and I, honestly... I've got to love them and i got to pray for them. And, and I've said to y'all what I experienced. When I, when I finally said, Lord, I, I need to just, i got to serve you. I don't know how I'm going to do this because you just have not taken this, you know, this same-sex attraction out of me, but I want to live for you and I want to serve you. And the Lord said, my grace is sufficient. But, but you know, I told you about how they were spoke. I mean, they literally were talking while I was down at the altar, literally saying to people out loud, they were not going to pray with me because there's no way that a preacher that backslid and that was living in an adulterous relationship with a with a, with a man and I was and do I <coughs> do I do I feel shame over that I feel shame over that every day and I have to pray about it because it's like, you know, the devil don't want to leave you alone. Well, I don't want to say every day. I guess I shouldn't have said that. Lord, forgive me. It's not every day. But there are a lot of days that go by that it does come to my mind. Like right now, it's come to my mind because I'm talking. And and when I think about the destruction that came about, but but I I, I have explained to people how that came about. I actually went to that Pentecostal pastor, because I finally found somebody that I thought I could be comfortable enough to share with them the struggle that I had, that I was having, because I just absolutely was terrified to tell anybody in the church of what I was struggling with. And, you know, and especially in an apostolic Pentecostal church, you you're, you, you almost, some, some people just almost absolutely terrified. And I was. I was absolutely mortified to go to my pastor that I'd had for quite a few years, and explain to them what I was struggling with. I just because what I felt like because my wife and I at the time we we're divorced now, but uh, my wife at the time we had so many struggles, and the church would see it. You know, we would break up and we'd get back together and break up and get back together. We broke up eight different times. And the church, you know, they see all this back and forth and, and so many things. And what I felt like that if I went and I, I was talking about my struggle, that it would all be put on me, that it was all my fault. Even though, uh, you know, for, for so long of a period of time, I was struggling with these things, but I was not, I had not fallen into uh, a relationship with anybody, you know. Or anything like that um, but you know my wife uh, at the time someone caught her with another man and when I was told I didn't believe him I, I think maybe part of me wanted to believe it but I, I didn't I just tried to push it out and said no I don't, I don't. and I just kept moving on well it just happened so that uh, several years later I apparently you know, these two carried a torch for one another for a while, I guess, I don't, I guess, but uh, he eventually uh, got married to a sister in the church, but later on, um, after, well, I don't want to give too much detail, because I I don't want other people to be hurt by, you know, repeated hurt, I, I just don't want to do that to folks, because there's other people involved, they're just innocent bystanders and, and all that, but I'm just going to say this, so that person's wife that they got married to um, she caught them. and of course that broke what is now my ex-wife but uh, broke the friendship between her and this sister and the Lord. And this you know I don't I don't want to say any more than that, but anyway, so, but when when I fell, you know, I I wanted, many times I wanted to go to my pastor that I'd had for many, many years. I loved him. I still to this day love him. I learned so much about the Word of God from him. It was just, he was an awesome teacher. Uh, you know, and I, I don't know if he's still alive. I think he might be from, I've, I've. Googled him up a few times, you know, listening to him preach in other places, and I think the last time I saw him preach was in a conference, a Pentecostal conference, somewhere a few years back. So, but I, I would say this that he was just an awesome pastor, and he, he lived a very exemplary life, and and um, really loving the Lord and teaching people to do the same, living a very uh, strong life of holiness taught the church to live a strong life of holiness and this is where i learned how to live a holy life and i will be forever ever grateful to that wonderful man of god and 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 his wife um, you know she was a wonderful example of of um, grace and kindness and all of that and so it was um yeah you know and listen Human beings are still human beings. Don't don't sit there and act like that they're in this capsule and that they're somehow like not going to be human from time to time. And you know, I think there's a lot of people that struggle with those things. You know, fear familiarity kind of breeds contempt sometimes, and so um, that can be a deal. But but wonderful wonderful uh, ministry. But all in all, though, I, the, the fear that I had that if I went because. He had such a strong stand of holiness, and I respect it one hundred percent, absolutely. But for a long time, because of uh, you know my struggles and difficulties and all this kind of thing, you know, having dealt with uh, uh, just even being able to trust folks with the the life that I had to deal with growing up, um, uh, you know, with uh, having lost my father at a you know like three weeks before my fifth birthday. Um, and didn't even know he died. I had no idea why my father wasn't at my birthday. Wouldn't had no idea why my father didn't show up for Christmas. Had no because people just said he went to be with Jesus. Well, when you're a young boy like that, when you're four and your father's not there, and five, you you, you don't quite comprehend all that. And it wasn't until I was eight years old that it dawned on me that my father actually died, and that he was never coming back. But you know, my mother no doubt already had some emotional struggles that was not completely apparent but once my father died it it exacerbated it much more uh and she dealt with so many emotional problems my mother was in and out of mental institutions several times uh you know so this was very hard on the children and with me being the oldest um it it, that created a whole nother dynamic to things as, as as well but then being, um, you know, raped. I mean, just a, a brutal rape that I went through when I was nine years old by two um, young men in the neighborhood. And so all these things, and then being, being molested by uh, another male when I was 11. And and you, you, you don't know how to communicate with people really properly. And then uh, later on, my mother married somebody uh, that also dealt with emotional problems uh, and so we were being raised in by two uh, people who had been diagnosed with schizophrenia uh, you know that heard voices and just a lot of things and so you 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 know I came to God with all of that on my plate and I remember one time I, I went to this particular pastor and this is not a, a slam to him at all it's just that back in the eighties so many people didn't quite know how to deal with some things and they were doing the best that they could and I believe that he was doing the best that he could with what he understood and knew at the time uh, because the United Pentecostal Church has come a long way with uh, you know learning certain things and dealing with uh, mental struggles and that kind of thing and I'm I'm really grateful to the progress that I've seen them made it's a wonderful thing I'm not part of the United Pentecostal Church anymore we are oneness Jesus' name, Pentecostal, but um, anyway, so I remember going to him one time because my mother was having another, what I would always call it, an episode and, uh, you know, hearing voices and it was very, very difficult to deal with. I've been dealing with it since I was a little kid and it was just uh, really difficult. And I was young, I was in my 20s and didn't know, and he was like a father figure to me and I remember sitting down with him and I said, I don't know what, what to do. I said, she's just, you know, and I was living with her at the time, and and he said, you're going to have to have your mother committed. And I, you know, I had already seen my mother be in and out of mental institutions. I saw how they drugged her. I saw so many things that, and my mother became addicted to certain tranquilizers. I seen so many things, and that just, it jarred me, and it bothered me, and I um, I really had a struggle. And I don't know if maybe I went to him to, hopefully he would just pray with me or whatever, which I'm, you know, um, sure that he did pray for me and all. But, um, you know, uh, a little bit of time passed. And after a little bit of time passed, my mother's mental state became even worse. I mean, it got gradually worse. But the thing of it is, by then, they had already passed laws that you just couldn't sign people in like you used to not into mental institute, you just... Unless they were harmed to themselves. But the thing is, I was living with with my mother. I was still living at home trying to help her, take care of her, and it was a deep emotional burden to handle and take on. And so um, I went back to him. And when I went back the second time, he seemed to get kind of agitated with me. And he said, I told you what you need to do. You need to have her committed. And I was afraid to speak back. Well, I don't want to say afraid, but just afraid to be disrespectful. I didn't want to be disrespectful because I felt this feeling inside me. Just want to say, but that can't be done. That can't be done. And I didn't want to be disrespectful or rude or anything. And so I just said, okay, and I left. And I never brought it up again. I never went again. And from that point, I became very uncomfortable about... um, talking about my struggles about what I I I after that moment I thought I don't want to ever discuss with him about this what I'm dealing with and have been dealing with since I was a young boy so I just never did so once I got comfortable with an, uh, you know another Pentecostal uh, preacher that I felt was my pastor for for a short period of time but became my pastor i felt comfortable him and his wife befriended me i started attending their church because my wife and i had been separated umpteen times and and i knew the deal and how it would go if we were going to the same church for a while uh if we weren't communicating and all that kind of thing and so i decided i'm going to attend this other one this pentecostal church for a while and uh, i really felt like that we had made a bond and a friendship and all and uh, but I was not aware that what was actually happening was that um, this pastor had another idea of what um, what they were I guess for lack of a better way of putting it one and I didn't really know that I didn't well I don't want to say say it like that because somebody's some people said well you, you kind of had an idea no I didn't have an idea I honestly didn't, and when I, you know, I didn't have an idea that this person was gonna want to have a relationship with me. Absolutely not, I, in no way, shape, or form. But when I went to them and I, you know, finally said, "Pastor, can I?" Um, and I would address him like that, you know, in a, you know, what I felt was proper and respect. And I said, "Pastor." I need to talk to you about a struggle that I've been having, and one thing led to another, and I've discussed that, and I don't want to have to keep belaboring that and all that. Y'all can look at other podcasts, and I don't want to just go through all that. But, but nevertheless, um, that pastor, you know, began to try to pull me in and have a relationship once he found out what I struggled with, and uh, and eventually fell in into sin with him. But I did break it off. Not him, I did, because I knew that what we were doing was wrong. I remember saying to him one time, after we got involved, and I said, "I said, don't you know we're committing adultery? This is not right. And he said, no, I don't look at it as adultery. I don't know why he said that. I still to this day don't understand it. I'll never understand it as long as I live. And I don't know if it's because, maybe he felt like because we were same, it was a same-sex thing that uh, maybe it wasn't considered adultery. I don't know where he was coming from or why. But you say, well, why are you, why, why are you bringing that up? Or why are you bringing it up again? Look, I, I want people to understand that there is some of you on the right, on, on the far right, I'm not saying you ain't, I'm on the right, and I'm going to tell you what, I'm probably on the far right more than some of y'all that listen to this podcast. Because if you would listen to to the stand that we have of holiness in our lives and how that we uh, have a mind to live for God and to be separated from the world, I'm going to tell you what some of you, I know, because some people have gotten bothered. Oh, yeah. Some people have flat out gotten bothered because of the holiness standard that we live by. And they flat out said to my face, "Oh, I don't take all that. Oh, God, don't say this and that and the other." I mean, I've literally been put in into positions and situations where there were several people, literally, just coming against me, all at one time, literally, and speaking against the church because of our holiness standards, not because my my. uh, uh, you know, spouse and I, we've been together for 23 years, not because him and I were together and living as a gay couple as we were, uh, you know, calling ourselves at that time. And and, and uh, no, it wasn't that. That's not what bothered them. Because this was, this was a, a group of social workers because we had done foster care and all that. And uh, we had been brought into question because of the religious teachings that we were giving to our foster children. Well, our foster children had agreed to, uh, they had all said they wanted to be a part of the church. And so when I got put in this meeting. I was brought into this meeting because there were social workers that wanted to remo- remove our license because we were teaching these children uh, something that was not conducive to what DSHS wanted to do because DSHS was going down this road where they wanted uh, people that were foster parents to be comfortable with, um, you know, if a child want to be transgender, they're going to be transgender. And I, We didn't teach our children uh, anything but this, and that is separate gender roles. And that bothers even people that claim to be Christian when you say separate gender roles. We had five daughters and four boys. And our five daughters, and I know this is going to send some people over the hill that you claim to be a follower of Jesus Christ. Our daughters did not own pants. They did not even own them. Our daughters all wore modest skirts with blouses, modest blouses, you did not see cleavage. Their, their skirts and dresses, they all, when we would go shopping, I'd say, you're going to have to go try it on them. And I said, make sure that when you sit down, that your skirt goes below when you sit down because it raises up when you sit down. When you sit down, it goes below your knee. Now, some of you don't like that. I know you don't. Some of you, it drives you nuts that I would say such a thing. Oh, you're a misogynist. I know. I heard you. mm uh-huh. And so, and, and nowadays we, we taught our daughters not to cut their hair. And when I say not cut their hair, I mean don't even trim it no razor come upon your head and, uh, and and the reason why is because we believe in First Corinthians chapter 11 that talk about the woman having a covering on her head and we teach our young uh, daughters and and all of these young girls of ours they were a part of the church they wanted to be in the church they, they loved being in the worship service I remember a lot of times that that, that uh, the young people even teenagers they come down the altar and you lay hands on them and they're crying and just shaking under the power of God and, and, and stammering lips as God was trying to fill something with the Holy Ghost. You see? So don't tell me about your judgment because uh, we took a stand. And this was while we were still calling ourselves gay. You say, well, who are you? You think you're something. No, I don't think I'm something at all. All I am, the only thing I am is just somebody that God, for whatever reason, had mercy and, and, and kept his hand upon me. And told me to go on and do what he called me to do. And so I got to do. And, uh, but there's some of you on the right. You just don't get that. You you can't, and that's why when I start talking about the folks in, in, in the, Uh, the gay community that says they want to divorce uh, what has come about with the LBGT community and you've got these other ones and they kept saying no we just want to go back to being called the gay and lesbian and bisexual community that's what they want to be able to just go back to that and they don't want to deal with this transgender issue because they said you know used to they uh, let them come in and be a part of their group because they wanted to be caring and and kind and, and whatever but Everything's flipped upside down. So you've got these folks that say they want to just divorce themselves from this group. Now, I will say this to y'all on the left now. I've already bothered a lot of y'all on the right, and I ain't done because I'm going to read a scripture before we go. But some of you on the left, I mean, just depending on who's listening, because I got a feeling from, from some that I know that have listened, I know that some of you on the left are listening. I know you are. And because of that, I know you're gonna get stirred up with some things that I say. Because some of you would, not just the, the, those that claim to be Christian, there's some that claim to be Christian, women. You run around dressing like a man. You got pants on. You don't want to listen. You don't want to listen to Deuteronomy 22.5. No, you don't want to listen to that. When it says man shouldn't put on the apparel of a woman, a woman shouldn't wear that which pertains to a man. You don't want to hear that. You say, oh, that's the old law. Uh-uh, uh No, it wasn't. No, 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 no. That was not part of the old law. That was in Deuteronomy... 22, chapter 22 and verse 5, that was not part of the old law. It was simply something that was stated that was an abomination unto God. So you got that all twisted up. And I'm going to tell you what, uh, you you pastors that are sitting there saying the same thing, you're lying to your congregation. you telling them that that's part of the old law. That's not part of the old law. That literally was stated in the Old Testament. You think God's not going to say nothing about it? Didn't the word of God, the whole word of God, his word? Didn't Jesus, when he was talking to the devil, who? what do you think he was talking about when he, when he made it clear? What did he tell the devil? He said, man I shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. You don't believe that now? You decided you're not going to believe that we got to live by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God? Is that what's going on now? Because you claim to be right wing. I see some of you on podcasts, and you claim to be right-wing, this particular man. He's always got this cap on that looks like he's going hunting or something, got a long beard on, and he always makes sure he wears short sleeves so you can see all of what he's done to his arm with tattoos. Hmm? And he has a very prideful, prideful way about him, very much so. And, you know, he will take excerpts from different things standing against the gay community. And he will make sure that no matter who it is and no matter what is being said, even uh, those who would be saying, look, I struggle with this or I do it. No, no, no. He makes it very clear. He will say, no, if you're gay, I mean, you've got to hear this guy. You're going to have to find him yourself because I ain't mentioning his name. But some of you don't know who I'm talking about. You're going to know who I'm talking about. Uh Uh-huh. You better be careful with that pride, young man, because God's going to get you. I notice that a lot of times that people who do not have holiness standards, outward holiness standards, you don't mind as a Christian going down to the parlor to get yourself tattooed all up because you think it's your body. It ain't your body. It don't belong to you. Do you understand? Hmm? Young man, do you understand? That body don't belong to you. Uh-uh. That's supposed to be the temple of the Holy Ghost, but the problem is you're not baptized with the Holy Ghost, and I know that you're not because of something that you said on a podcast the other day. You say, why do you watch him? I don't watch him on a regular basis. I sure enough didn't subscribe to him neither. But it was something that caught my eye as I'm scrolling through and I saw something. I went to listen. And I thought to myself, my goodness, does this man not realize where he's at spiritually? Hmm? Matter of fact, I think it's time before I get to the left I think it's time for us to read that verse I was saying I was going to read. Matthew chapter 7. Matthew chapter 7. Let's read. Jesus is speaking. You know the one you claim to follow? And you get on that podcast and I notice how fast you talk. Oh, yes, you do. You talk real fast. But you see, the thing of it is, You may be talking fast, but there's some people listening to what you say. And when you're talking fast, do you know there's some people not paying attention to what you're saying? But I do. And I'm going to tell you, young man, you better get yourself to an altar of prayer. You better find yourself an altar of prayer. I'm going to give another little clue. You got a big old flag in the background. You know who I'm talking about now, don't you? Sure you do. And if you don't yet, you will. You know why? Because eventually somebody's going to say, oh, that man was talking about you. I'm not talking about you to be hateful. I'm telling you what, young man, you better find yourself a place to pray and get right with God because that pride, that spirit of pride has gotten a hold of your heart. And you're going to have to uh, give that to God. Because you're so busy talking about uh, this problem with the transgender community. And, and, and you don't stop there. You know, you, you, you get yourself rolling like you're holier than thou. When all along, you've got pride reeking out of your soul. Hmm? Chapter 7 of the book of Matthew. Judge not, lest you be judged, Jesus said. Now, I know that some folks quote this and they don't read the rest of it. You better hear the whole counsel of God's word. Don't sit there and, and just quote one verse and act like you know what Jesus is saying. Get on down and keep on reading and let's see what the Lord got to say. Amen. The whole word of God. <laughs> Woo! Praise the Lord. Verse 2. For with what judgment ye judge, ye shall be judged, and with what measure ye meet, it shall be measured to you again. And verse 3 says, And Jesus spoke and said, Why, why beholdest thou the mote that is in thy brother's eye? But consider not the beam that that is in thine own eye. Do you know there's a difference between a moat and a beam? Do you know a beam is bigger than a moat? Hello? Amen. Hey man. You better get that beam of pride out of your eye before you get on any more podcast and trying to get the moat out of somebody else. And maybe they got a beam up in the eye. But how you going to see to get the beam out of the eye if you got a beam in your own? A beam of pride. Hmm? Amen. And some people say, "Well, where well, you sound to say?" Listen, when God's got a word to say, hmm, preachers better be willing to open up your mouth and say something. Stop playing with God. Stop acting like that you can't tell folks about the things that God has called you to say. Bunch of wishy-washy, bunch of panty people. Now, when I say panty-waste, you know why I said that? Now, maybe I shouldn't have said panty-waste. Maybe that was just too too far. But I remember when I was called a panty-waste. Mm-hmm. Oh, I used to use that term. And what it meant was uh, somebody's too weak. Too weak. Huh? You you allow yourself to go on and on and on, and you stand so far against the gay community. Now listen, I said, the Lord told us, come out from among them and be your separate, saith the Lord, and we came out from there. But you know what God... I believe emphatically allowed us to be in a certain uh, place and space sometime. Not, I'm not saying God leads us into sin. God, I know better. book of James teaches differently. God does not tempt us with sin. But what God did know is where I was, and he allowed mercy and long-suffering to be. Now, your spirit and your attitude, young man, and if you don't know who I'm talking about. You, I'll tell you what. Somewhere along the line, whoever you are, huh? your right arm, shall I get more detailed? Your right arm is full of tattoos. huh? You know who I'm talking about. Now, let me say something to you. I noticed, and I did say this earlier, the people that don't have no holiness standards, you know what they do? They jump on whatever soapbox that they can jump onto, and they drown out their own sin of pride so that people can't see it. But you know what? The Holy Ghost sees it. Don't sit there and say, preachers don't talk like that. Oh, that's not true. Hmm? Oh, there's plenty of preachers in the Old Testament. Don't tell me preachers didn't say certain things and, 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 and speak in certain manners and their voice didn't go a certain direction. I know better. I've, I've listened to them. Why do you think so many of them got so angry with so many that would preach uh, the truth to people? It made them mad, made them angry. I'm not trying to make you mad or angry. I'm trying to tell you if you're going to be so busy about what you're doing on your podcast, what you ought to be doing is find yourself a place to pray and pray for God to help you get through that prideful spirit of yours because it reeks. And 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 the thing of it is that those who ain't got no holiness standard, because I remember something he said on one of these podcasts. I've listened to maybe three or four of his over the last year and it was only because I was scrolling for something else and it, it caught my eye what he, what he was trying to talk about and the first time I saw him it just did not click but this time it really clicked and it really clicked because of the vehemency the vehemency that was in his voice that and then it just all of a sudden the Holy Ghost just spoke and said, the man deals with a deep, heavy spirit of pride. Now, I'm going to pray for you. I love you so, and I'm going to pray for you. But people that don't have a holiness stand, and I know they don't because I remember he, well, you can just tell by looking. But the bottom line is, and when I say holiness stand, I'm not, I'm not, I'm I mean inward and outward holiness. There's a struggle with both of them. Aren't you supposed to love your enemy? Hmm? Why do you sound like you're angry with them? Hmm? I mean, I'm not talking about raising your voice and telling somebody to get on and pray. I'm not talking about that. Some people might think I'm being angry. I'm not being angry with you. When, when, when the word gets it going and God's got a word for you, you better hear. And if it don't come, I, it don't have to just come from me. I know you hear. I know I'm not the only one that has made that comment to you or will. They will. Because it's very evident and apparent. Now, with that said, I'm going to pray that God helps you. Brother, you need to get baptized with the Holy Ghost. And I got a feeling the church you go to, they're not going to teach you to be baptized with the Holy Ghost. Because you made a comment. When the person began to that was being interviewed that he was putting on his podcast he, it, this uh, person that claimed to be a gay pastor was being interviewed and he and this gay pastor said that he come from a Pentecostal background and and then you as the podcaster oh those people get crazy over there well we don't get crazy We're just worshiping the Lord. We're just serving the Lord, just loving God and being obedient to the Scriptures. Worshiping the Lord with all our heart, mind, soul, body, and strength. Hmm? Now, I will agree with you. I'm going to get on and agree with you, brother, that that young man that said he was a preacher and a gay pastor, he was off in a very deep, deep place of sin. And literally leading people straight to hell. Because I heard what he was saying. I, I get, I understand why you were getting your feathers ruffled. I understand it. But brother, you got to deal with that pride up in your soul. You're going to have to let God help, help, help you to bow to him and humble yourself. Because one thing that came out that was very apparent in your spirit, you don't have a love for your enemy. And, and you know what? I I know when you get called on something. Oh well, no, I I love my enemy. I, I love my enemy. I love. I'm not. No, it needs to be apparent. What what did the Bible say about fruit? Huh? We're to bear our, bear fruit, aren't we? The Spirit Spirit of God talking about in Galatians chapter five, verse twenty-two. The fruit of the Spirit. You know, love, joy, peace, long suffering. Don't you know that the fruit that comes off of the tree. We're supposed to be bearing the fruit as the Lord grows us, living on the inside of us. That's one reason I tell you, you better get baptized of that Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in tongue. But anyway, but that's the spirit of the Lord going to grow the fruit off of us, brother. And, and you take that, are you, is the tree going to eat its own fruit? You know that's not true that ain't true the Bible don't teach that no other people are going to enjoy the fruit aren't they well let me ask you isn't one of the fruit love peace long suffering patience that's thunder in the background y'all we got another storm coming in huh now it is interesting to me the Lord made a bing bang boom as soon as I said what I did Thank you, Lord, for making a point. I'm just going to put it that way. Now, Jesus said with that fruit of love and patience and long suffering that you and I as a follower of the Lord are supposed to take that fruit that come from him and let others taste that fruit and partake of that fruit. Who you think going to partake of it? Well, one of the ones that's supposed to be partaking of it is our enemy, is it not? Do you think they feel love from you? They don't feel no love from you. What they feel is an extreme, astounding judgment from you. Not love, not care, not concern. Now, every now and then you kind of back up and you'd act like that that's the way it would. But God says your spirit has got nothing but pride rolling around in there. It's apparent in the way you walk. The way you talk, the way you live. Everything that you've got in your podcast. Amen. The Lord say amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Amen. You say, oh, that ain't the Lord. That's just the thunder. Okay, whatever you want to say. I think the Lord's in control of everything. But anyway. Now. You're going to have to allow yourself to, sh- to, you know, show some love and some care and some concern. Because i tell you what, if I met you where I was several years ago, there is no way that I wouldn't have never felt the love of God coming from you, trying to reach me and trying to pull me out of the gay lifestyle. There is no way. No way at all. Now, when I say that, let's talk to the left. As a matter of fact, before we do that, let's finish up these verses. Uh, seven, and we read verse one, two, and uh, three. And then verse four it says, Or how wilt thou say to thy brother, Let me pull out the mote out of thine eye, and behold, a beam is in thine own eye? And listen to who he's talking to. Verse five. It tells you. See, this is the reason why it's irritating when I hear people quote that verse. The Bible says, Judge not let me judge. Judge not let me judge. The Lord is not talking to just everybody. The Lord talking about a specific person. He's talking to a hypocrite. He's talking to a hypocrite. You got a beam in your eye, even if somebody got a beam in their eye, and you, and you feel like you got to take that beam out of their eye, you better look at the beam in your eye first. Now, that don't mean that it can't be done because the Lord said to make sure that you do that first. Make sure that you take it out. It doesn't mean that God can't do it but but when you see when somebody and you know what somebody with a beam in their eye they can't see that beam themselves somebody's got to point it out to them and so I'm trying to do that and I'm trying to get you to understand and you know I'm talking uh, very vehemently just like you do on your podcast oh yes sir mm-hmm. now it says in verse five. Thou hypocrite, first cast out the beam out of thine own eye and then shalt thou see clearly to cast out thy mote out of thy brother's eye. So you won't get on the podcast, you won't talk about folks, and you you, you want to uh, take this stand. Number one, you're covering up your own sin because you can Oh, sure enough rant and rave about the gay folks. You sure can. You can go on. And now, I'm going to say, I will say this, I understand why you were bothered by some of the things that that gay preacher said, because I'll tell you what, when I heard the things that were coming out of that man's mouth, it's like, dear Lord, what is happening to L.A.? Because if he's pastoring, they're going straight to hell, because of the things that are coming out of his mouth, and those are the things, you know, that agenda, I'm telling you what, I, I'm gonna say to you now Brother Vern and I, where we originally met twenty-three years ago, we met inside of a church that was that was leaning towards that direct they weren't completely there. But uh, but I could see that leaning when I, you know we visited another church and it was called the Metropolitan Community Church. That I'd gotten myself involved Because I was saying Lord where am I going to go I want to serve you But I don't know where to go And I found out that Oh there's a church over here That accept accepted So I went on But you know after being there And uh, after a period of time Of being there And we're talking a few years And the Lord one day spoke to me He said come out from among them You must leave And we, and, and, and we saw the day we were to leave Because that preacher got up and, and begin to preach and say there were other ways to Jesus. And we walked out and we left. And we never went back. And I said, Lord, what do we do now? And God sent us on a journey and over time the Lord began to say come out from uh, not only there but to come out from uh, the agenda because there is an agenda and I'm going to tell you this is the reason why they so desperately need to be reached because there is a thing inside them where they want to reach for God They, they, they're, they're, you know everybody don't you know, listen to me now those of you that are on the right and you claim that you love the sinner and all that, don't you know that we have been created by God and have this there's this part inside of us that only god can fail and they're reaching they're reaching i'm not making an excuse for that preacher because some of the things coming out of his mouth just found downright demonic okay but here's the thing they've come so far from being pushed and pushed and pushed away and and you can't even go uh you know talk to people without one thing or another going on that shouldn't be going on now, you say, but not all of them have experienced that. Not all of them have suffered through that. Not all of them have dealt with that. Well, I, I, I get that that's true. I, I'm not saying that that's not true. I know that there's some that have been able to, to go to their ministry or whatever and they've been able to uh, you know deal with it however they're going to deal with it. I, I get all that. I understand that. But I'm saying to you there's a lot of folks, lots of folks, that do not experience that like myself i mean this was a struggle and so over time you know god he began to say you know after he took us away from there and he said now i want you to come out from the agenda and we began to come out from that agenda and i'm going to tell you i saw what that preacher was saying to that man that was interviewing him that you had on your podcast the things that he was saying to him that that gay preacher he called himself gay preacher The things that he would say, I saw that a while before, quite a few years before, because I visited a couple of them, and I thought, what are they going on? They never even talked about Jesus. I mean, they would go on and on and on, and not a word, talking about Jesus, not getting into the Word of God. Uh, I mean, not no prayer, what they said, okay, now we're going to go out into the universe, and we're going to bring in the Spirit like a butterfly, that kind of nonsense. (laughs) Do you understand what I'm saying? And so, but, but what I'm saying to you is there is this hunger in people to want to know God because God has made us to have that part that only he can fill placed within us and only Jesus can fill it. And so they desperately need people to love them and care about them. But if you're going on the way you do, who in the world is going to want to go to your church? Who's going to want to turn to Jesus with the way that some right-wing Christians behave? It won't work. It won't work. Now, on to the left. Y'all ready? Because I'm going to end this podcast pretty soon because I see the storm rolling in and I got a feeling my electricity just might go out because it went out before. So we're going to try to get on with this. And I'm not trying to cut off the left. I'm going to do what I can. But listen... Those of you that might be listening that's on the left. I know that we have people actually listening even from other countries. And I appreciate that you're listening. I appreciate that you've been part of this. I don't really know why all of y'all, and not a whole lot, but I don't know why the ones uh, that have, that have watched, there's some folks that have watched that don't subscribe uh, but I know that we actually have some people that have subscribed from a, another country. And so I appreciate you listening. I appreciate you subscribing. I really do. But like I said, I'm not sure, you know, why certain people will, you know, subscribe to certain podcasts and others don't. And if you if they're, and you genuinely want to hear, and you genuinely, maybe you're hungry, maybe your soul's hungry. I, I really hope that we can help you. I, I And not only that, I mean, in any way, I mean, if we can be just an encouragement to those that maybe are struggling uh, with this agenda that's hit the earth. L- let me tell you how, real quick, how it's affecting my family. My daughter, and, and you know, we, uh, Brother Vernon and I, we, over the years, when we were uh, walking in that uh, gay agenda, I can't say it any other way, but we decided we were going to, um, you know, go through uh, the legalities of being married so that you know if something happened to him or something happened to me uh, that we would be taken care of without somebody coming along and trying to tear it apart in our families or whatever. <clears throat> Wasn't sure what was going to happen. So anyway. Um, and I, I'm not, if, if my family ever hit, I'm not trying to hurt you. Just y'all stop being so sensitive. Grow up. If you you know what I mean. I mean, some folks just need to flat out grow up. But anyway, so, and you need to grow up in Jesus. But anyway, my daughter, uh, we've adopted some children. We did foster care for a long while, and some we adopted, and and some became just a permanent children that um, uh, we weren't able to adopt because of certain legalities uh, with the Native community some of them but some of them we were able to adopt and one of our daughters that uh, we adopted she uh, I think it was yesterday or day before she sent me this text and she was so upset and she said dad I'm she was just worried and she said because she's had our first grandson that we have and and uh, you know he's getting older he's going to be going to school uh, eventually here and and, uh, she said they passed a law in Washington that says that if you don't agree with the or not agree but if you don't Um, if your child is uh, dealing with um, transgender uh, issues and you refuse to give them the care that they call it, they want to use the word care. It's not care. It's destruction. Okay? And calling it medical care is the way that it's used to twist the word to make it palatable to people so they'll say, Oh, my goodness, they're taking away their medical care. No. No. No, uh-uh. No, 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 no. That's not that's not it. It's not medical care. It's, it's what you're doing that is literally destroying these young people's bodies, okay? Because you give them puberty, puberty blockers, and, 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 you, and then you start telling them they can, uh, the young ladies can cut their breasts off, uh, and, and, and the young men can cut their penises off, or whatever you're going to do. And, and don't tell me that you're not coming after the children. You're a liar if you're saying you're not. I'm going to tell you right now, you're a flat out lying. And you know what the Bible say? All liars are going to have their part in the lake of fire. So you're going to go straight to the lake of fire when it's time to go. Huh? But you're going to end up in hell first because the Bible says hell is going to be thrown in the lake of fire. Hell's going to be thrown in there right along with death. Death, hell, and the grave. It's all going to be thrown in the lake of fire. You understand? Now, so my daughter, she was really upset. She sat down. I wanted what to do because they said that if 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 your child is struggling with transgender issues, and I'm assuming she was talking about the state of Washington. I, I don't think that it was Washington, uh, the capital of the United States. Well, I don't not the capital of the United States, but y'all know what I mean. The I, I don't think she was talking about Washington D.C. Let me say it that way, because some people might call it the capital of the U.S. But anyway. Um, Anyway, so I'm assuming that she was talking about the state of Washington. She actually sent me a, a picture on, on her phone to my phone that was showing the the article that come up, and I looked at it. And it appears that uh, wherever this is, if it is the state of Washington or if it's just Washington as in general, I don't think that it's through the federal government. I think it's actually through the state of Washington. And it gives this impression, or these words, that the law that has been passed, that uh, anyone who refuses gender care to their children can, can literally have their children taken away by the state. Now that is scary. And so I say this to you on the left. That is demonic. Do you understand to take children and you want to slice them and dice them don't you know you're being used as a tool of the devil to do exactly what he planned to do and that is to steal kill and destroy that's the truth and so like I said, these social workers that come against us because as foster parents, even though uh, we were still calling ourselves a gay couple, we did not go with the norm because we had been taught, uh, I had been taught very strongly uh, about holiness uh, living and that and, and separate gender roles and all those things. Now, I know some some, like I said, Christians... When well, you call yourself a Christian, you women, you, you're going to get all been out. oh, they trying to send us back to the 1800s and all, blah, 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 No, you just better understand that God said, <laughs> you better hear what He told Jeremiah. He said, Seek the old paths. Isn't that what the word said? Seek the old paths. You're either going to do it or you're not. And when that scripture has been put to your ear, Deuteronomy 22 and 5, hmm? I'm gonna read it. I'm gonna go there because I'm gonna read it. I wanna read it ver for word. Deuteronomy 25. Lawyer zone. Deuteronomy 25. Here it is. The woman shall not wear. It didn't say, it's not this is not talking about, oh, this is just for the Jews. No. Uh uh-uh. uh. The woman. Now see, this is the reason why the devil wants to do what he's doing. uh, And you on the left, you better hear me. You're trying to destroy the distinction between a man and a woman. That's what you're trying to do. That's exactly what you're trying to do. Because Satan knows. Now see, you don't realize you're being used by the tool of the devil. Because see, the devil knows this scripture. And he knows what it says and he knows the detail of it. Because it says the woman shall not wear that which pertaineth unto a man, neither shall a man put on a woman's garment, for all that do so, do so, do so, all that do so, what does it say? Are abomination unto the Lord God. You become an abomination to God, you better hear, and don't sit there and tell me, oh, is it talking about pants? Oh, yes it is. You women pulling on those pants? Yeah, sure enough. You know how I know that? Because the only pair of pants that were ever made were made for a man in the scriptures. Oh yeah, it certainly was. Mm -hmm. His name was Aaron, the high priest. He was the only one, and it gave detail, and those are pants that he made, that God instructed them to be made for him. Not that he made, but was instructed to be made for him. That was made for the high priest, which was a man. And not nobody... Nobody can come along and change the word of God. Because what this says is you shall not put on what pertains to them. You know full well. Oh, yeah, you do, you ladies. Uh-huh. And all all of you uh, transgender, you know, you, 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 you want to act like you're a man. And you won't pull on your pants and you won't cut off your breasts. You won't do all these things start acting like a man. What you're doing is you're, you're wearing what pertains to a man. You're trying to literally wear the body of a man. Huh? God said that's abomination. You can't do that. Neither can you on the right. way well, you say you're on the right. Because, you know, you're like that man that rants and raves that I was talking about on his podcast. That needs to pray through over that pride of his. Huh? You, you, you like him because you, what y'all do is you get so busy coming up against the gay people but what you won't do is you won't look at your own sin. But do you know that word abomination there? Do you know the Lord is using that same word where y'all quote Le- Leviticus 18.22 and I quote it too because I teach people. I teach people very clearly. Look, the Bible says let's go there too. I'm going to go there too. Let's go to Leviticus. Amen. I ain't got no problem going to Leviticus. I know what the Bible says you better obey it. Leviticus 18, in verse 22, let's go on, 18, 22. It says, Thou shalt not lie with mankind, as with womankind it is abomination. Now, God means that, and he says that, and there, you better learn what that means, you better obey it. And I teach people, and I tell people, look. This is what the Bible says. It does not say, oh, this was just about the Jews and the obeying this. And No, uh-uh. No, that's not what it said. It says, thou shalt not lay with mankind as with womankind as an abomination. And if you look through here, matter of fact, women, you can't, you can't lean yourself up against a uh, and have sex with an animal. So uh, if you think that, oh, this was just a Jew, no. So if that's the case, then, then you think that people can run around and, and, and press himself up against an animal and have sex with them too? Come on. Yeah, 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 I'm just playing a stupid word game with the Lord, but I'm going to tell you what, the word game is going to end when you meet Jesus. And you're going to meet him. I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're Muslim. I right, don't matter to me. You're going to meet Jesus. And, and I, you know what? I know about the Muslim. And they say, well, I, I know I'm going, I, I believe in Jesus. Yeah, I know you do, but you sure don't believe he's the Messiah. And you better get on thinking about that one. Hmm? Because you cannot get to the Father, and the Father is not Allah. Hmm? No, it's the God of the Jews. And you can't get to the God of the Jews unless you go through Jesus Christ. Do you hear? Do you understand? You're not going to do it. And you can't go there. You can't get to Jesus unless you repent. Amen and hallelujah. Glory to God. And so, uh, now, if if you move over to chapter 20, all right, let's see if I can find that. Give me a moment now, y'all. All right. Verse 13, and this is verse 20. So Leviticus 20 is going to give the proscription of all all of these things. because And it even talks about uh, adultery in here too, that the punishment for adultery, what it is, and so on, because it says in verse 10, it says, The man that committeth adultery with another man's wife, even he that committeth adultery and his neighbor's wife, the adulterer and the adulterer shall surely be put to death. See, this, this uh, word was given. So, you know, but what happened with that man uh, on his podcast? You know, I'm, I'm talking about, uh, you know, the one that wanted to quote uh, Leviticus 18. Well, you know, if you, if you look over and you, you follow, uh, the adulterer can't do that neither. And don't you know Jesus even said that you can commit adultery? You can commit adultery without ever having sex. Did you know that? According to Jesus? Huh? Oh, yeah, you long bearded man with all those tattoos all over you that think you can mark your body up and it don't belong to you. It belongs to God. You better hear him. Don't sit there and tell me, oh, that's under the law. Listen, your body don't belong to you. That's what 1 Corinthians said in chapter 6. Oh, yeah, look it up. Verse 19 and 20, look it up. Your body don't belong to you. And if it don't belong to you, you ain't got no business doing anything that God don't give you permission to do. Oh, hallelujah. And so verse 10, he gives a prescription for death. And the reason why I say that is because there's a preacher that was going on. And he was talking to, uh, oh, what was his name? Ted Cruz. I think he was talking to, I think he's a senator, Ted Cruz. And I guess him and this preacher were going back and forth. And that preacher said, oh, well, the scripture talk about death for those gay folks. And they wanted to say in verse 13, if a man lie also with mankind as he lays with womankind. I'm going to make a point here. Do You know, the Lord didn't have to <coughs> add to that last piece. He didn't have to do that. Now, some people they would say, well, uh, he did what he wanted to. Well, of course he did. And, and God don't do anything without a reason. He sure don't do it with anything without a reason. And so God, He could have simply said, "A man, uh, if a man lie with a man, with mankind, then death shall come." Whatever. Da-da-da. And and over in eighteen twenty-two, He could have just simply said, "Thou shall not lie with mankind as with woman, uh, as with womankind." Well, instead, He could have just said, "Man shall not lie with mankind," because the word "lie" actually means to have an intercourse. If you look it up. And so, when you look at the detail of this in first uh, in uh, Leviticus chapter 20, verse 13, it says, If a man shall lie with mankind as he lieth with womankind, both of them have committed an abomination, and they shall surely be put to death, and their blood shall be upon them. Well, will also talk about that in chapter uh, 20. And verse thirteen for the adultery, and Jesus even said you can commit adultery right there in your own mind and heart, huh? So we need to be very careful what we're saying and doing. Now, does that mean that people can't talk to people about uh, you know committing adultery or or doing this what God said not to do? Where and 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 uh, I'm gonna make a point here. Hmm? God specifically is speaking to two men having sex. Because this, what this is talking about, a man can only do to another man. A woman could never do this to another woman. It's impossible what God is talking about. It is absolutely, virtually, completely, completely impossible for a woman to do. Because some people say, well, you know, it just falls in line. No, you you better figure out what it's talking about. Stop playing games with God's word. You better quit that. Because what you're doing is you're causing so many people uh, that don't seem to understand the details of what God is saying, and then what they do is they run around and start saying things that God never said in His Word. I heard that same young man say something that absolutely stunned me. I could not believe he said it. And his words were, God made everybody a heterosexual, he said, and, and he went, actually it was a little bit more detailed, because he said everybody was born a heterosexual, that's what he said, and I thought, okay, well that doesn't square away with what the scripture says that comes out of the mouth of Jesus, because Jesus said there are some who are born Different. They're, they're sexually different. The eunuch is, is obviously a person sexually different. Now, some people they're gonna sit there and they're gonna use that and twist it and say, "Oh, that was just talking about men that their penis was cut off." Uh-uh-uh. No, 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 no. Because when you look it up, it also means other things, not just that they got them cut off. Because because if that's the case, you tell me who was cutting somebody's penis off when when the Lord said there are some that were born that way. Huh? Did somebody crawl up in that womb and chop off that little baby's penis before they were born? So don't sit there and play those games with God. You better quit playing those word games with God. Huh? Because also, that word uh, unit implies impotence as well. Huh? Now, I'm not going to get re- real detailed on this podcast about certain things, but I'm going to say this. That there are many many, 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 many people who will say to you, I am completely impotent when it comes to the opposite sex. Absolutely, 100%. Now, does that mean they got to obey God's word and the things that God's word says? Absolutely. But don't sit there and and say these words that the scripture don't say. The Bible don't say everybody's born a heterosexual. That's a bunch of nonsense. The Bible does not say that. And so you're adding words that shouldn't be added. It doesn't make any sense why you're doing that other than you're just deceived by your own self because, uh, you know, brother, you're trying to cover up your own pride. Your pride just reeks and you don't see that. You don't understand that. And brother, I I, I hope that you can see it before it's too late for you because guess what? Those of you on the left that don't want to repent and you don't want to turn to the Lord... And you don't want to hear somebody say, look, the Bible makes it clear. You're not supposed to be dressing up like a woman if you're a man. You're not supposed to be dressing up like a man if you're a woman. Now, there is, like I said, there's even Christians that get bothered by that. But those of you on the left, you can't do that and think you're going to be all right with the Lord. And there are people that literally make it sound like that they're right in Jesus because they give, uh, uh, you know, this, that, and the other. and uh, You know, like these... uh, Now, I'm not Catholic. Y'all know by now I ain't Catholic. But there's these um, ones that are... uh, They're drag queens, I guess they call them. And uh, they... Act like they're nuns or whatever, and they go through all this ungodly mess. I mean, just, just horrible, horrible, ungodly mess. And I, I, I talked about that on this last podcast that I did. As a matter of fact, I'm going to look it up real quick. Um, anyway, so annually they have, I talked about this uh, on the last podcast, that they have this same group of, of drag queens. Uh, you know, they try to act like they're innocent when they're around children, but they go through all of this provocative stuff. Any other time, and the Bible says that you can't have uh, <laughs> clean water and dirty water coming out of the same cistern. It don't work, folks. Do you understand? You can't have your filthy, dirty ways coming out of one end, and then oh, I'm all clean coming out of the other end. When you're talking about children and being around children, uh-uh, no, 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 no. Because what is dirty is dirty. Do you understand? What is unclean is unclean. Do you understand? Now, so this group uh, that, uh, you know, they, they, I don't know, they, they were invited to some baseball team. I think this is the Dodgers baseball team. And they invited this group of activists uh, to to be at the, uh, there's a, I guess, a pride Event gonna go on at the Dodgers baseball game or something like that, uh, and I'm not I'm not sure what's happening as far as folks uh, doing what they've done to Target and what they've done to that beer. Of course, you know I think people should just quit drinking beer anyway because you you know and Bible says to be sober, and you better get sober. You better clean it up. And don't sit there and talk to me about Jesus turning the water into the wine because that's a whole other subject that I can talk about. And I'll tell you what, I got plenty of scripture to let you know your twisted view of that is wrong. you understand that? Not out of my mouth. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm talking about out of the word of God. Uh -uh. Uh-uh. And, you know, and I see some, some Christians and some people that, oh, they want to just be the middle of the road. They want to act like they're just in the middle of the road. Oh, you're just too extreme, they'll say. Oh, the extreme folks. No, they're a cult because they're so extreme. All right, keep on playing games with the Lord. Sure enough. But let me tell you, years ago, people didn't talk like that. Oh, no, they didn't. Mm-mm. People had a heart that even if they were going to live in sin, they knew that the people that were talking about holiness were right. They knew they were sinners, and they knew that the people that were preaching holiness were right. Uh That's the truth. Now, these same people that, group or whatever, that was invited to be a part of this pride thing at this Dodgers baseball game in the month of June in 2023, uh, uh, they have uh, had... Even what uh, is called let's see what we what it was that I found uh, they have a a contest that they do and this is on Easter Sunday folks this is evil and wicked and ungodly now I realize that it's uh you know purporting um, whatever goes on in the Catholic Church with nuns and whatever and like I said i'm not I'm not Catholic and I have said some words that probably a lot of Catholics don't even like in my preaching and on my podcast but listen nevertheless when you start talking about Jesus I got a problem Okay, and, and when you start talking about Jesus in an ungodly way I really got the reason why I say I got a problem when you start talking about Jesus is because I know that when, you, when you're a person in drag you're going to have something wicked to say you're going to have something that does not line up with the word of God and I know it huh? I've been around you you forget I was part of that world I know how you are now i will say this and i'm talking about the folk and drag i'm not talking about people that honestly honestly okay hear me all you right-wing christians that got your judgment seat going listen there are honestly some people that struggle with transgender issues they deeply deeply struggle with it it's not something that they just decide. oh, I'm just going to dress up like a man and I'm a woman, or I'm going to dress up like a woman and I'm a man. No, it's a, they literally have these deep-seated struggles. And yes, there's emotional issues with it and all that thing. But listen, we have got to be loving and caring and compassionate for those particular ones. But I'm going to tell you what, these drag folk, these drag folks, they are tearing things up. Now, I know you, one on the right, you say, oh, well, we don't care. You know, God said judgment's going to come. Yes, he did. And that includes, pay attention. You better read first chapter of the book of Romans. And when you get through, make sure. Make sure. (laughs) Praise the Lord. Make sure you read chapter 2 also. And chapter 3. Because the Apostle Paul makes it very clear, very clear, that everybody is in the same boat when it comes to certain things, when it comes to the sin thing. Now, I've literally heard folks say that if, you know, that it, it, and this kind of came across with that young man on his podcast, it, it's almost like he was pretty much saying this. What I'm getting ready to say. There are some Christians out there that literally think if when you come to the Lord and you, you know, you spend, you don't know how many hours I spent prayer pleading and begging God to take this away, not to have same-sex attraction. You absolutely don't know. And I know that if I say that to some of you personally, because I've had conversation and I know how you go, you minimize what's being said to you. And you literally will do whatever you can to negate what you hear. Now, with that said, does that mean that uh, people who genuinely love the Lord, who genuinely repent, repent. And, and honestly, for you apostolic Pentecostals, any Pentecostals, but specifically apostolic Pentecostals, because that's a group that I belong to, but if you, if you, and yes, I do know, we've gone over two hours, because this is this month that I said I was going to talk about things. We're going to talk all these things out. You say, well, I just don't like this. Well, then shut it off. You don't have to listen. Nobody's forcing you to listen. Shut it off! All you gotta do is push a button. How hard can that be? I mean, if you can't push it with your finger, push it with your nose, whatever you got, just turn it off. You don't have to listen. But you, you know, some of you, you you get yourself in these frames of mind that you can't seem to understand. There truly are people that really have pleaded and begged with God to remove these things. Now, like I said, the Lord spoke to me and said, my grace is sufficient. And I thank God for his words to me. And I thank God that he's uh, guided me along and helped me. But some of you act like you have not an ounce. Not even an ounce. Not one drop. Not one drop of compassion. But you immediately get on. Your soapbox, which uh, shall we call them podcasts, but they're really your soapbox. And what you're trying to do is you're kind of covering up your own things that you need to deal with. Hmm? Now, see, I'm on here and I'm telling it like it is. I'm just all open. I'm going to tell it like it is. I ain't leaving nothing. I ain't going to leave anything unturned. I'm going to tell it like it is because we need some honest preachers we need some people that are willing to live for god be honest open up talk about things get it out in and, and let's let's discuss these things let's talk about these things but the way some of y'all behave that are on the right i feel afraid for you when you meet jesus and i'm not kidding i'm absolutely not kidding now for all you on the left i am absolutely terrified for you to meet jesus why? Because all of you that are running with this LBGTQ, if I said the letters right, I did. If I didn't, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, whatever. Huh? All of this stuff. You know what I noticed? I noticed something yesterday when I was looking at some of these um, things that have been taped. These activists, these trans activists, All right, hear me on the left. Listen, some of you trans activists, you have gone into meetings and you've overtaken meetings. And when I look at your face and I see that the, I'm not talking about you being like a vehement Pentecostal preacher. You look like a demon has taken over you with the fierceness in your soul. And you know what came to my mind? You don't look like, act like, or behave like any transgender person I ever knew. And I did know some. You don't act like them at all. The transgender people that I saw over the years that actually struggled and dealt with those things, I ran across maybe a handful of, of just real prideful people that just, um, they didn't care what anybody thought and they didn't really seem to um, struggle with the real spiritual side of of things. But I've actually seen some transgender that they just don't act like you. And if you're listening on here and you, you clicked on here for whatever reason you clicked on here, if you're one of them transgender activists that that I've seen, and you interrupt like uh, I don't know if they're Senate meetings or whatever, and you're screaming your head off, you say, "Well, you raised your voice." Yeah, but look at your spirit. Look at your spirit. Are you trying to reach them for the Lord and trying to tell them they got to turn to Jesus? Oh, you know full well that's not what that's about. You're furious because they will not accept you as a woman. Because you were born a man. You look like a man. You don't look like a woman. I don't care if you stick a wig on your hair. It don't matter to me that you put a dress on and you wear makeup. Now, I'm not being mean and hateful, but you don't make a very pretty woman, many of you. You really don't. You look exactly like what you are. You look like a man in a dress with a wig on. You don't look like an actual woman I've ever seen. Now, but the reason I'm saying that, I'm not trying to be mean and hateful, but the reason why I'm saying that is for this, this reason. Because when i look at you and your behavior i'm talking about your trans activist that looks so you're you're going along and and you're you're literally just wreaking havoc wherever you go and 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 you're literally fighting i mean rioting huh do you know the bible speaks against that so one you're not right with the lord just because of your attitude and behavior You can't go out rioting and destroying people's property and and literally fighting with people or threatening people. i seen one trans uh, man, or woman, excuse me, trans woman. It's a man in a dress and got long hair on. And they were in an interview, and there's this young man that's, um, he's a Jewish young man, and and he speaks a lot. I've I've seen him talk, uh, not personally, but I've seen him on the phone. And uh, I, I watched that trans person reach over and grab him by the neck and threaten him. Now, the only thing that that young man said that was not wrong at all in what he was saying, he says it's not very ladylike, something, something to that effect. And, and, and I see all this, and then something clicked in my head today. And you can accept it or not, and some of you are going to be downright angry. You're going to be furious. Some of you probably want to take me out when you see me walking on the road. But here it is. Some of you that claim to be trans, okay? Because I've seen this come out of, 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 of women who have tried to change into a man. I've seen that same anger. I mean, it's not just anger. The Bible, don't you know when the Bible talks about anger? It talks about different types of anger. Did you know that? And and the type of anger that you exhibit is one of those things that the Bible says you're not going to inherit the kingdom of God. There's anger. You know, you can be angry and sin not, but that's not what you exude. You exude this vicious anger that actually where you want to hurt people. And you want to literally riot with people and all this kind of thing. I've seen transgender that are absolutely not like that over the years I've seen some that you honestly know that they struggle with this situation and you on the right you need to listen whether you want to or not you need to listen but there's honestly people that really struggle with this it's a very deep deep struggle with them and for those people I'm very compassionate to and I I want them to be uh, able to know that you know as we progress in this ministry and and eventually hopefully the lord will allow us to open up a church i hope that some of them will know look you're welcome i want you to come in. i want you to look we're going to love you we're going to care about you and and we truly do Uh, and and we want to help you to accept what what god allowed you to be made as you know because in romans chapter 9 in verse 20 it talks about uh, you know should the thing that was formed say to the thing that formed it you know why did you make me this way you know, some of us we get into this struggle, especially when we deal with uh, being eunuchs. You know, the sexually different of the world. When we when we deal with those feelings, uh, some of us, you know, we're like, "Why did you make me like this?" Because I remember praying that. I, I remember saying, and I would say those things, and not not realizing. Look, God works with what He's been given, and that is we, we've, you know, human beings have fallen into sin, and so. There's many, many different uh, things that happen because of that. And so when we're born, we're born through that... Sin and, and the scripture even talked about that. Said that I was, um, uh, I think the scripture says something to the effect of being made in sin. And so, uh, what, what it's basically meaning is that the sinful nature is there, and that's what God uh, allows us to be uh, formed in the womb. And and some people they come out differently than what others that we look at and we say, oh, This should be a full, complete human being. In other words, you know, we look at human being we say, Okay, they generally have two arms and they've got two legs and they've got five fingers on each hand and they've got five toes on each foot and so on. My little brother, uh, he was born and he had six fingers on each hand. And one of the fingers on each hand was not completely developed or whatever. And so they actually actually did surgery and they removed that extra finger. But the d- general consensus is, you know, uh, this is how it goes. And sometimes there are those who are born without limbs, and, 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 you know, some are born blind and some are born deaf and some are, you know, there's all these different things. Now, I'm not saying that, um, you know, their parents sinned or anything. Jesus talked about that. But what I'm saying is we're all born in sin. And so because of that, we're born out of brokenness. And and there's certain different uh, levels of brokenness. And you on the right, you need to understand that. You've got to really get that down in, in your soul and in your gut and in your mind. Okay? And so we all deal with different things. But when, when, when the right gets to doing what they do and being so, uh, well, I'm, I'm going to say this you're misaligning scripture in so many different ways that it causes those who struggle with, uh, you know, a difference in, in uh, same sex difference with the majority of the world, it causes people to back up and not want to even reach out for help or anything. They don't want to do that. Because you have become so, um, I I don't know what else to say, but vigilante. You're like a vigilante. You say, well, I'm vigilante because of what I see here now. I get that. I understand that. And it's a thing that we, you know, we've got to, we've got to be able to fight against it. But you also have to realize too, there are honestly people that really truly struggle with transgenderism. Or, well, not transgenderism. i got to rephrase that. That struggle with, Uh, gender, what they call dysphoria, uh, that kind of thing. I think there was another word for it before that, but where they struggle being in the body that they're in. And and some of these folks, they honestly are not trying to be defiant to God. But I'm going to say this to you activists that I've seen with your behavior. I honestly believe some of you. You're not really transgender at all. Mm -mm 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 -mm. I don't think so. Some of you are just determined that you're so angry with the system and you're so angry with maybe family, you're angry with people or whatever, for whatever reason. So you've decided that you're going to stand against anything that society will normally function as. And so the greatest way that you could do that, I think some of you trans people have literally so I just don't think that some of you are true trans people at all. You don't behave like the trans people I've seen and the struggles that they've had. Not at all. You some of them act like just mean hateful clowns. There's no other way to put it. You 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 are acting and behaving like mean hateful clowns. You know like in a circus. And 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 so some of you, I don't think that you are really bonafide trans people that really struggle with that. I think some of you, you, you decided, I'm going to stand here, and this is what I'm going to do, and I'm, I'm going to stand against and buck against society. So this is the best thing I can do. So you get out there and you do what you can to just purposely irritate people. I believe that. Now, some people can say, well, you're wrong. Well, I might be. But I got a feeling I'm not. Now it could be, but I don't think so. I think that there really are some out there. You really are not trans inside your heart. Mm-mm. You you don't deal with tra- gender destroy. What you you're just bucking society. You're just angry, and you so you're gonna do. You're gonna get on this because it's a soapbox that is just running rampant. Hmm? Because what you did was, you see the the. The gay community, gay and lesbian community, gay, lesbian, bisexual community, they work so hard. I'm not... Now, listen, y'all on the right, don't sit there and get all bent out of shape. Sit down and be quiet until I'm done. So many of these folks that are gay, lesbian, and, uh, and bisexual, for so many years, they just wanted to be able to marry so that... Because this was our reason. You know, what we... Well, you know because it's, it was a struggle it's like you saw like sometimes people that have been together for years and then the partner dies who is the main breadwinner whatever and the other person worked but <clears throat> not to the degree that the other person did I mean as far as making money is what I mean they may have been both hard workers but one made way more money than the other and and when that person died the family came along just ripped the rug out from under that person that person just like almost homeless not, not completely. They were, but their whole lifestyle of living changed because the family came along and just absolutely wiped it out. And they hadn't even spoke to this person in years. Didn't want to nothing to do with them because because of their relationship with this uh, same sex. You know, they were in a same-sex couple relationship. Well, none of the family, they had dis, pretty much disowned them. But because uh, there was, uh, you know, nothing really in place. You say, well, you go get a will and you go do this and you go to. that. A lot of times those things don't work because people contest it and one thing lead to another. And there was all kinds of things going on that people don't seem to understand that went on. So as as we, from where we were, our standpoint, was, we said, look, Maybe the best thing to do is to be able to um, go from being just a um, you know domestic partner to literally being able to be married, and and that. Sh- should be able to help alleviate a lot of these problems so that's where we were coming from from that point now when I look back and I see so many uh, people in in what the only other way of putting this y'all is is the straight heterosexual community that were that were Christian that were saying if you do that it's a slippery slope and and we're gonna go down a road that we don't want to go down look what happened (laughs) look what happened it got legalized across America, okay? And yes, we, we had we had a, actually a very large ceremony with our kids in and, it and, and people came with you know a big wedding ceremony and, and all of our our nine children were involved. Um, you know and, and, and it was a beautiful thing to be able to share with friends and family and different you know ones. But look at what happened. Exactly what was said was going to happen, it happened. Because people that were you know Christian people that were saying look if you go down this road if you do this and you do that the next thing you know you know people are going to be uh, wanting to marry you know in different ways well that surely is the thing that's trying to go on now you got people that are just literally out in the right out in front of people as a throuple I remember I was watching this one real estate channel that I would listen to on a regular basis and then all of a sudden they had a throuple the I said I, I can't watch this anymore he said, "Well, you can't." No, 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 no. When the Lord, when the Lord tells you to come out from among them, you better come out from among them and be separate, like the Lord said. You better obey Him. Amen. And so, y'all on the left, listen. That is what happened. Okay, because now you got that. Okay, now now you got people trying to push that. Okay, I have literally seen where people have been marrying. Even things that are not human. I'm not kidding. They literally, you can see this. You think it's a joke? Well, I thought it was a joke too. Until I look into some of this stuff, and it's like completely insane stuff across the world that people are, are doing and, and behaving. and It's insane. Absolutely insane. Now, some people say, well, I don't know if you can verify that. Look, I'm not, I'm not getting into the whole point of that. My point is this. Look at what is happening now. Look at the destruction of what's going on. Because honestly, listen, you on the left, you ought to thank God that 75 or 100 years ago, 75, 200 years ago, that people, the majority of them, I mean, you may have had some people that uh, were just real quiet and live alone and all that kind of thing, and you don't really know what was going on with them. But you know, most people, they said, you know, we're going to respect this marital thing between husband and wife. Thing. And, and, and honestly, there are a lot of people, a lot of people, listen to me on the left. There's a lot of people in, uh, even within that gay community, that, that they'll tell you now, they'll say it now, Because of what they see that has just absolutely destroyed so many things that were built up for the gay community. You will find so many of them saying, now, they kept warning us this would happen. Well, they did. Now, I honestly didn't think that people were going to take it as far as it's gone. I knew that it could possibly uh, change some things. But listen... When you want to turn on on what society has been built upon, and you want to start literally ripping apart gender, sex, and all this other thing, you want to literally start ripping it apart. I'm talking to the left. And you want to say there's no such thing as a woman. And you say, Well, I'm not in Oh, yeah, you are. Look at look at women's sports. Don't sit there and tell me you uh, th- that you're not trying to tear it apart. You full well know you are, because because what you're doing is you're trying to wipe out real women. Don't sit there and tell me you're a real woman, huh? Especially when you got a penis between your leg, huh? Now even even if you got it cut off, even if you got it cut off, huh? You're still not a woman. I'm not being mean it's the truth because if years down the line they were to find somebody that died there is tests that can be run and it will show okay we don't know uh, you know certain things about them but we do know whether it was a male or a female why because there's some things that you cannot change you just can't no matter what you try and some of you on the left you're just going to be bent out of shape because of what I'm saying but the bottom line is, truth is truth, and you can see the writing on the wall. Amen and hallelujah. And so when the Lord told us a few years ago, come out from among them, and it started with the church, and then the Lord come out, you said, well, you you already knew because you had been uh, lived for so long as a Pentecostal preacher, even a preacher. Listen, look, I said to you, I don't condone all the things that I did. I don't stand on a soapbox and say, oh, well, this was done and, and people just have to deal with it and get over it. No, I'm not. Uh, no, 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 no. No. Sin is sin. Sin is sin. you got to own up to what you do. you committed adultery. you you got to say, I did. Even if you did it in your heart. Now, you may not be running around telling your wife or your husband that or your spouse or whatever. You may not. <clears throat> but what does the Lord telling his word he said confess your faults one to another you might should be able to find somebody look I've been dealing with this and I need you to pray for me but when you get on these podcasts and you act like that you are so holier than thou that you cannot understand that the Lord wants us to be loving and compassionate and caring look the Lord will choose the base that's what the Apostle Paul said to the Corinthian church he said, God don't, he don't very often go to, you know, he don't go to the uh, to the princes of the world. No, uh-uh. God goes down into the low of lows. And the base, that word means despised. So if God's going to use, he can do what he wants. And if he said, I'm going to choose some of these that people despise to speak, I can't help what God chooses. And I, I pleaded, I said, Lord, I mean, I just didn't want to go. I didn't want to do. I didn't want to preach what I preached. I didn't want to have to, because I knew that if I did, people were going to be flat out hot mad. That's what was going to happen. They were going to be angry with me. They were going to be upset with me. They were going to be bent out of shape with me. They, they, you know, want to throw me under the bus and on and on and on. And and most of you don't know a half of what I've been through. Mm -mm -mm, Because some things I ain't even told. But I'll tell you what, I've said enough that some of you ought to have more compassion than you do for people that struggle, literally struggle, uh, with, you know, being sexually different than the rest of the world. But you on the left? You that are part of that LBGTQ agenda, A, B, C, D, E, F, G kind of thing? Mm -mm 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 -mm. No. You will find yourself in hell. If you don't turn around and repent, turn around to Jesus and repent. You say, what am I going to repent of? I ain't got time on this podcast to talk about that, but we will get to that next. The things that need to be repented of in this society and in this uh, generation that we find ourselves in, we've got to turn to the Lord. And don't sit there and say, oh, you ain't got no business talking. Look at the Lord. Don't you know that's what he did? He He commissioned people to go. And he still does that. He still does that. Who are you to argue against God when God says, look, he tells somebody, uh, he literally calls them to preach and tells them, look, this is what you're going to preach. And then they sit and battle and fight with God because they don't want to do it. And then they finally agree to do it. And then y'all hear it and you don't like hearing it. I can't help what you don't like hearing. Hmm? But you better turn or you're going to burn. You better turn or you're going to burn. Now with that said, I'm done for today. And I really hope that people take, anybody listen. Now some folks, there going to be some folks, you're going to look at the numbers and you're going to say, oh my goodness, that's two and a half hours. I don't want to listen to nobody for two and a half hours. That's your choice. Do what you want. Because it doesn't make any difference to me. I'm just being obedient to God. And even if one person, just one person, you say, you sure do hit your desk a lot. I do. Because I won't get your attention. Even if one person gets saved. Even if one person comes to Jesus. Even if one person said, brother, brother, pastor, John, I, uh, uh, just pray for me. I, I struggle and I deal with the, this, and I I don't know what to do. And maybe you maybe you do struggle with gender dysphoria. Maybe maybe you you you're completely wiped out because uh, you know you know that your are sexually different, and your family know, and and everybody's just kind of wiped you out and off the basically face of the map and act like you don't exist and all that. I know there's people like that. Uh, you know, I've got family members that don't talk to me. I mean, they literally will not speak to me. Um, because of all that I've been through and all that I've done, uh, even with a repentant heart and walking with the Lord, staying full of the Holy Ghost, they still, they won't speak to me. And you know, I had to say to the Lord, I understand, I've got to forgive, no matter what. And 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 do you think that this community that's come up in the way you behave, those of you on the left, you do not have an ounce in you, not an ounce inside of you to act like at all somebody who is really pleading for help and mercy or deliverance. No, you just act like a vicious, angry person. But I'm going to tell you something before we hang up here because I'm just about done. God loves you too. He loves you. He wants to save you. And whatever wall, why you put up all these walls and you're so angry? I don't know why you're so angry. I know why I was angry for a long time. I had angry issues that I had to deal with. And say, well, you sound like you still do. No, no. No, just because I hit my desk and trying to make a point when I'm preaching or talking or whatever, not That I'm not, no, you you don't know me. You don't know what I, I was like and I had to deal with some things and I had a lot of, a lot of, Pent up anger for a lot of reasons, a lot of things done to me by a lot of people. But, but you know, you have to forgive. You have to move forward because if you don't, it'll destroy you. And so, whatever you know. And if there's a few of you trans people that I mention about your anger and the way you behave, and it makes it look like that you're not really trans, you just, you know, you just want to buck against society. If if you honestly are a part of those groups that are I and, and you heard that and you didn't like hearing that, then why don't you back up and pray and ask the Lord to help you and 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 to help control your attitude and control your behavior and because honestly, all of this has propelled things into such a direction that people are just getting sick and tired. They're just getting sick and tired. You know, you have people trying to run out of Texas and move. I mean, I even read an article there was this one lady because she wants her child, it's a child that she's trying to give them uh, puberty blockers. This is not I mean her her child. That she she will move out of Texas because of the laws that have been enacted or going to be or whatever. And uh She's just been out of shape because she can't sit there and mutilate her child legally. I know you don't like hearing that. But, you know, facts are facts. This is what's happening. Young children are being used. They've been put on the chopping block as as like a test to something. And what it is is a cash cow. It's a big old cash cow. Cash cow for social workers to keep DSHS running, uh, you know, because we're gonna take your children. We got to get a whole new group of children. So now we're gonna we gonna get all these trans children out of their homes. We're gonna take them away from their children, from their parents because their parents won't agree to let them be. And so you got a whole new cash cow and so many. Uh, it, okay, it funds money through DSHS. It funds money through uh, the psych world. Okay, it funds money through so many medical. Uh, situations here. I ain't got time to get into that. Just money running up one side and down the other. And these poor little children, they're being used in order for you to bring in a new cash cow. And boy, you got it going, don't you? Oh, yeah. All them hormones you trying to shove up in them children. And they don't know any better. Don't you know that it's been said that, that the brain is not fully developed until about 25. So what I believe, I think, if you're going to go, you know, cut up your body, you want to do that, and you want to, you know, go and try to make yourself uh, as close to uh, looking like a man if you're a woman or looking like a woman if you're a man, if you want to do that, I think the law should be enacted that would uh, literally, and I mean federally across the land, that uh, should not be allowed to be done till you're 25. And then once you're 25 and you got to think and you got some time to think about it and you still want to do it, then just let them go do it if that's what they want to do. Now, I'm not going to ever agree with it with my uh, beliefs that God created you as what you're supposed to be. God creates each and every one of us uh, in the body that he wants us to be. And and like the Apostle Paul said in chapter 9 and verse 20, he said, Who are we to argue with God that formed us? You know, God, he creates and he does. And you say, well, I struggle. Well, certainly we do because we're broken human beings and we're walking around in a broken society. But Jesus wants to mend us. Jesus wants to heal us and mend us and, and, and make something out of you because you're worth something to the Lord. All of you that struggle with with uh, you know any of these uh, things that really fall into the category of what I believe is a eunuch, that, the sexual different of the world, this category, uh, you know, God sees the struggle. It's not that he don't see the struggle, and it's not that he don't care. He loves you so much. And so he'll send somebody like me along or somebody else along to try to tell you, look, Jesus loves you. He really does. He really cares about you, and he he wants to help you through anything that you got going on. Now, I'm not talking about, you know, and I've said it before. Uh, I'm still same-sex attracted all these years, uh, you know, and, and everything. But the bottom line is that it's so many things that... I just thank God for delivering me from it. It's just been a wonderful, wonderful thing to see everything that God has done. But, you know, um, some things God's just going to give you the grace to to get on through. And so we've got to be willing to, to, to let God be God and uh, stop misinterpreting the Word of God or speaking the Word of God in error because that's going on with a lot of Christians. that got to stop, all right, and stop running around saying everybody's, Born as a heterosexual—that's the most ridiculous thing I ever heard. You, ain't, you, ain't, you ain't nothing. You just an innocent child when you're born. But anyway, people are gonna and they'll speak it in the name of the Lord. Well, you ain't got no chapter and verse on it, and you know you don't. And so let's stop saying things that that don't even make any sense and ain't part of the Word of God. Anyway, with that said, I'm gonna pray for some folks. Lord, I thank you, God, for those that that um, have listened. And, and maybe they struggling maybe they're struggling on either side of this issue, right or left. Maybe some of them are struggling with these issues in, in the middle of things. But wherever they are, God, I pray that your grace and your mercy and your kindness and your love uh, and your long-suffering, uh, patience, certainly patience, merciful God, to help us to get on through these difficult times that we are dealing with, this, this life struggle that we have come upon. And we just ask, Lord, for for your guidance and your help from the Holy Ghost to help us to get on through. And God, anybody that out there that, I, I'm, Lord, you know that there's some folks that are just struggling with that brokenness, and they feel like they're in the wrong body. Lord, I pray that you will go to them right now, and comfort them, and help them uh, to to strengthen them and encourage them that that you love them just the way you made them, that you just genuinely. Deeply love them just the way that you made them. And uh, those that maybe s- struggle with just uh, uh, sexual s- struggles in, in any way, shape, or form, Lord, cause it's such a deep and heavy struggle that can go on. Lord, help them on through. Help them to deal with the different uh, problems that uh, that are found under uh, this, this whole situation with, with those of us that are eunuch that we just different and things are um can be so uh, volatile in the world lord help us to get on through Lord, i pray for those on the right that uh, you know they genuinely generally many of them lord i know that they mean well and that they love you and they want to serve you and they're doing the best that they can to walk in the way that they can but lord help them to have grace and and to have patience and and, and to bear the fruits of the spirit lord in the name of jesus i pray dear lord I yeah, thank you so much for all that you do. In Jesus' holy name, Amen, and I'm in. May the Lord keep you and bless you. And join us again on the podcast on Friday. And I'm not going to apologize to you for the fact that this is almost 2 hours and 40 minutes. I'm not going to apologize. I'm just saying, y'all want to listen to it? Fine. If you don't, fine. Uh, if you want to break it up in parts and listen to it, it's, that's fine. If you just don't want to have nothing, to do it. Well, that's fine, too. Whatever you... I told y'all. Um, I, I I know there's going to bother people on the left, bother people on the right, and some people in the middle or whatever. And I'm not trying to, you know, make people... I do just... You know, we got to look at the Word of God and we've got to see uh, things as God speaks them. And, uh, you know, I, I don't know that I even... I got to talking and I don't even know that I said this, but I'm going to say this again. And I'm going to try to cut it off really quick because I know we prayed and I want to finish this up. But what I was mentioning to you that are on the left, this group that is going to this Dodgers baseball game, this same group, they've held these things that they have uh, where they, and they do it annually and they do it on Easter. And they have this thing where they're going to vote who's Foxy Mary and vote who's Hunky Jesus. Now, if you can't see the demonic power behind that, just literally taking the things of God and throwing it in a pig pen, a nasty pig pen of sin, don't sit there and tell me you're trying to live for Jesus. You're a liar. You don't have to repent. And you know, this podcast, what it was about was uh, the fact that God hates liars. God hates a lying tongue. You don't believe that? Go to 1 Corinthians. Excuse me, not 1 Corinthians. Go to book of Proverbs, chapter 6, and uh, verses 19, uh, 16 through 19. And it was verse 17 that speaks and says the second thing. First thing is God hates a proud look. Second thing, a lying tongue. And so we deal with pride and we deal with a lying tongue. And right now we've been talking about a lying tongue. you, you got to stop lying to yourself. Those of you on the left, you got to quit lying to yourself. You're not a woman if you were born as a male. And no, your, your family and the doctors did not assign you. Your doctors didn't assign you as that. No, God decided. If you want to use the word assignment, well, then we're going to use it this way. God assigned you to be a male, then you need to be a male. If God assigned you to be a female, you need to be a female. Because God has plans for you in that manner. That's why he assigns you to be that way and he assigned that to you by the males he gave a penis and those that are uh, females he gave a vagina you see and so with all that said I love y'all I really do and I'm, I'm praying that we're going we're gonna to get through this together in Jesus name amen and God bless you and uh, if you can join us <clears throat> with our worship service and our uh, Wednesday night Bible studies at the eunuch preacher the eunuch preacher That is uh, spelled capital E-U-N-U-C-H, the eunuch preacher. And you can uh, look that up uh, on YouTube. And uh, we've got our Sabbath worship service on Saturdays. And then we've got our uh, Wednesday night Bible studies. Now, we pre-record everything, so it's going to take some time to get it loaded up. So maybe those things done on Saturday, you, you might listen to it on Sunday. Those things done on Wednesday night, you might end up having to listen to it on Thursday. Uh, but a lot, most of the time, we get it loaded up on the same day. But anyway, y'all, y'all keep uh, keep your head up, and uh, may the Lord uh, bless you and keep you in Jesus' name. Amen.